Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Swag on Zero, and welcome to the Pop Culture Powwow. Today, we have the Justice League spoiler talk. Yes, we're going to be talking about the Justice League Snyder Cut, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, on this episode. And we have a great team assembled for you today. We have the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, and the host of the No Gimmicks Needed Podcast, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? How you feeling today? Bro, I feel excited. I'm ramped up. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to have a great quality conversation. All right, let's get it. But that's not all that we have on our round table today. We have the head in charge, the director. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, I wasn't even ready. Thank you. Uh, good to be back. <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a transition after Ohio Mark, but I, I had one right in there. mind, but I was like, I felt myself choking on that. So you know I was what? Like, though? You know what? Let it me was back perfect. Up. No, it was perfect because it kept it, it, it got me off guard. So I was just like, oh, and because I just talked about that movie. Like, I am Mark. Lisa, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> You know, let's have a discussion about that movie instead of the Snyder Cut. Let's talk about the real art in cinema, The Room. Oh, the anger. (laughs) The anger people are going to have. You thought this was a Snyder Cut review, but it is not. Oh, Oh, no. But yes, before that, hey, uh, can you check the mail, Mr. Andy? Uh, uh, yes, I opened the mailbox now and it says, oh, I do see a Marvel check, but uh, I think we took care of that already. We took care of that? Oh, thank God. All right. But there, there's a hefty envelope in here. I don't... Do, do you feel the weight of this? That's a... Bruh. Hold on. Let me open it. It's Whoa, it's that's a lot of cash. I know. It, it must be, you know, that Zack Snyder Stimmy. Oh, yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> the Snyder Stimmy. <laughs> this is the Snyder Stimmy. <laughs> that that sounds so disgusting, but okay. it do. Hope you got some dependence. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, before that, let's hurry up and pay our bills. Make sure you subscribe to Nerd Coalition Studios and Nerd Coalition Level Up Nerd Coalition Studios for all the pop culture stuff you need. Yes, we do reactions there. We have plenty of reviews up as well, including the DCEU review. Uh, Oh, God. Reviews. Uh, we have Aquaman. We have Wonder Woman. I know you did your one, uh, Wonder Woman 84. Is it yeah, Wonder Woman 84. Unfortunately, yeah. We- <laughs> and then we also have all the trailer breakdowns that you did, the trailer reactions and stuff, which was great to watch those again. So make sure you subscribe to that channel. And then on Level Up, we are playing uh, Sad Boy. I did get that uh, soccer game, that anime soccer game. So I will be playing that. I was like, we need some sports here. 
So now, 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 hold on. I got, I got two questions, Sway. Yeah. Are we are we going to even touch Super Super Baby uh, Gita or or you know um, Super Saiyan Four Go Go Gita at all for Dragon Ball Fighters? You see, how can I put this? Um, <laughs> I retired from Dragon Ball Fighters. Not because of Super Baby 2, because of Gogeta. He has a 100 level, uh, level 3. A Not a fight. Level 3. And I'm if like, I'm using him, you good. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's fine. I was like, okay. But no, no, I'll definitely play that. I would love to play it. It's just the netcode has been horrible in that game recently. Oh god! Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It, it's kind of discouraging, but I'll get back to. I'll get on that later. I'll get on that later. Um, so yeah, make sure you check out Nerd Coalition Level Up for all the gaming stuff you got. But that that's not all. Make sure you subscribe to your favorite podcast application where you can find us. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz, as well as subscribing to the Nerdgasm. Oh wait, we are the Nerdgasm. No, no gimmicks. This is what I meant. This is what I meant by choking, and I'm like, and we ain't saying nothing. I am suffocated right now. I'm getting held. <laughs> <laughs> My neck is wrapped right now. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so make sure, no gimmicks. Y'all know, subscribe to the podcast. Application. Take that sway in the morning, cap off, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let me take this off. <laughs> Hoodie off. All right, we we good. We good. Turn this air conditioner on. All right. Air conditioner. <laughs> I'm like sweating. degrees. I got the air sweating. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, drink some water. I, I am. I got three bottles in front. Bro, is your voice breaking? He said, "I am." Yo, I, like I said, I don't know what happened. That ain't how Fred Hampton said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get on to the Justice League. Justice League, Snyder. Hold Cut. on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, I have to say something. Oh, yeah. Yep. I want to say real quick, real serious, that look, after the events that happened in Atlanta, I'm saying right now that Nerd Coalition, Studios, level doesn't matter. I support, fully support to stop the Asian hate right now. And we got so much racism in this country and we got so many harm being brought to, you know, uh, all these groups of people. And it's time for these people to, you know, stand together. We, we need to stop all this bullshit right now. And it's really, you know, really bothering with me. And I'm like, we've had people stand with us for Black Lives Matter. We're going to have to stand with the stop Asian hate as well. And I want to put that out there, you know, say I don't care about, you know, also this ain't a, a political podcast to get into all the hatred and also their behind the scenes type of stuff like that is right now this group of people needs our help. And that there's a there's a fear going around. It's like we had a fear going around all our lives as well. So I want to say that that we support the stop Asian hate. And there's been a lot of protests, especially all over the country this weekend. And I'm saying we're here to entertain and talk about, you know, the Snyder Cut and things like of that nature. But we are well aware of what is going on in this world. And I just want to let everybody know that we are fully supporting and anything that we can do to help that we are here to do that. Yes, please stop Asian hate, stop white terrorism, stop all that, please. Uh, any place we could get. Actually, I'll put the links in uh, the description for resources where you can help if you want to educate yourself about the situations, uh, learn about what's been going on. Also, places to donate, uh, places for charity, things of that nature. 
So I'll put that in the links in the description as well. So you could do your part as well. Um, yep, I agree. Cut that shit out. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So um, the Snyder Cut. Let, let's let's take it back a little bit. Justice sure thing. came out 2017. Yep. 2017. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder had a family tragedy where he had to step down from being the director of that movie. And good old Josh Whedon came in. Everyone was excited. Josh Whedon handled the Avengers. So we was like, oh, yeah, he's going to definitely do the Justice League right. Then the Justice League came out. Not a lot of people were a fan of that movie. Not a lot. Did anyone rewatch Justice League? I, I did. have not. I, I've seen it once, and I was like, you know what? I, I think I'm good. I've seen it twice but in spur in spurts, mm-hmm. so I seen it once all the way through, and I didn't hate it. But I was like, I never need to see this again. Like it just wasn't very good to me. I and just then I seen it again Wednesday. as it pops up on TV. Mm-hmm. You said you just recently watched it uh, Wednesday. I watched it on Wednesday because I watched all the movies leading up to the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. so I get a better. I, I was really taking notes here because I was like, I don't want to come in here. It just sprout this dumb praise stuff like that because, you know, uh, I do tend to, you know, saying to go in DC's favor more because I'm a huge DC fan. Right. As well, but I'm a huge comic book fan. And a lot of things I'm passionate about, I will take, you know, to the fence. And a lot of things that don't get the hate that it needs or it should be hated on a little bit more, that's the kind of size, you know, I, I'm going to uh, go with. So I, I watched on Wednesday. The Josh, the, the Justice League, as we call it, and I was like, "All right, I got it in, I got it fresh in my mind." Justice League, yeah, I got it fresh in my mind right now. So when I see the Snyder Cut, I can see what they took out, and yeah. Well, I've yeah. seen it once. I I'm doing the same thing as the director. After the first time I seen, it, I was like, I didn't hate it, but I don't think I need to see this again. Yeah, I didn't hate it like I hated BVS. Like BVS made me physically upset. That, the movie was not that bad. I don't know why people hate that movie as much as they do. I think because it was such a layup. You, really? But, okay. Because it's the big three. It's the Holy Trinity. Like, having all three of them in a movie, all you have to do was just do it. And it would have been... It's 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 just, it's just a layup. Like, <sighs> But I feel like if they just do it, people would be upset. It was like, oh no, they just did it. You know what? It'd have been like if the first Avengers movie was bad. You'd be like, how? Like, everyone is there. Just do it. And that's exactly what the first Avenger movie did. There wasn't a, a, a grandiose plot. It wasn't like no one really talks about it anymore because it wasn't like the most the, it wasn't everyone's favorite film. But you know what? It it did it and it did it well enough that we kept the, we kept the ship moving. You know what I mean? Because it's like you have everyone how are you going to mess this up? You got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. You know, just, if you would have just made like a, just show up. And instead, it was just like, I don't know, like, wow, they just did a bunch of awareness. <laughs> I, it was just more out of frustration. You know what I mean? It's like a breakaway and you like brick it on the dunk. Just lay it up. It's a layup. Just, just, just do it. Square the point, man. You don't lay up on the Trinity, bro. I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. I was like, "That's you, a, no, a, a Trinity." You don't, you don't do a three hundred and sixty dunk and then and then it hits the rim and flies out of balance. That's what you don't do on a Trinity. 
And that's exactly um, what BVS did. It was no, that's exactly, that that that's exactly what Justice League did. Yeah. No. Justice League tried to bounce the ball, put it between the legs off the backboard, and missed I actually bad. If BVS wasn't received as bad as it was, it probably wouldn't make because Justice League was supposed to be like two movies to begin with. Right. Exactly. They they probably wouldn't have been backpedaling as hard as they was. And then it just all went downhill after that. Like those like the Flash movies and stuff started getting canceled. The cyborg movies went went away. I mean, I really think BVS was the one that kind of it like it's like first of all, people were mad about Man of Steel. And then I, I, they took that same energy in the BVS. And then BVS really shit the bed on on BVS. Once again, really bad. I, I don't. It, it's it, it's uh, it, it's almost a point of hate just to hate. But before we I get don't to think that, so that Martha uh, line was tough. Doomsday very tough. First of all, Lex Luthor extremely tough. I agree with you on all two and a half of them things because the Martha thing. I'm just like, oh my god. Okay, the, the it's like makes sense to me. It, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers everybody else. I'm like, I don't get why everybody's so angry about that line. Because honestly, well, once again, when if you're going to if you're going to call people out for doing dumb shit, but you don't call out the pe- other people who do the same dumb shit in other movies, then what's the point? You may not have the exact Martha line, but I'm just like, but my God, you know, saying there's a, a lot of other things. That's why I like both of them. I'll call the stuff out that DC do wrong, but I'll call the stuff that Marvel do wrong. Mm-hmm. But it just, it always seems as nobody will ever call out Marvel when they do something. And then it's like, if, if I go back and say, bro, what did you really hate about BVS? What did you really hate about Man of Steel? And it can go back to the Zod breaking the neck. I'm like, are, that's, the, that's what pisses you off? Like that was and everybody, yeah. wants, everybody wants to say. I think, I think that's what really pisses people off. Because you know what? That that kind of gave you a tone for how like Zack Snyder didn't understand the character. I thought it was. But I thought that how was did he understand well the character? Because, though? Yeah, it's like it showed him he was like struggling with that moment because like, Superman don't generally do. like. I guess modern Superman doesn't really kill people. Okay, he, and like, you know he'll what? go way out of his way before he kills someone, and then for and him you, to like kill that dude as violently as he did when he could have just like flew in the air or something. Look, you know what I mean? Like like. He he should have ended up in the, in like the negative zone. Like no yeah. one wants to see Superman like snap a dude's neck in front of like children. But, <laughs> just... so, but, no 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 because don't nobody else care about that any other time. Don't, don't bring the kids in this. Nobody care about the kids. No well, because it's Superman. He, uh, but here's the thing. But Superman okay, don't so, snap necks. The, the the Superman that 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 you just described that that people wanted we got and y'all didn't like the movie. So then what? People I mean, forgot. That doesn't mean the story that you tell. You could tell the same story of Man of Steel. All I'm saying, though, is just like him snapping the neck was not pivotal to, to that character's development or growth, and it was unnecessary to be in a movie. You could have done it another way. He could have blinded him or something. I don't know. He could have did something else. But Superman is just not notoriously known for like killing people. He just isn't. And I think when people saw that, it kind of gave them a taste for, like, Zack Snyder don't respect content. It kind of made people think about, oh, we're we're about to get X-Men. Because Brian Singer also didn't respect the characters. He just did what he wanted. And I think that's what people took into BVS. And then BVS was just... It was just wild, man. It was wild. It was real wild. The choices they made, wild. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was just not wild. as wild as Justice League <laughs> at all. Justice League is only wilder because of the story behind it. You know what I mean? Like, if we would have got this movie instead, I think it probably would have been better. Like, the whole situation would have been better. I think every movie coming down the line would have been better. People already... People was already set to hate. You you have to prove the people wrong before you can show them, basically, the light. If we had gotten this movie and they said, you know what, screw it. We'll go ahead with the Snyder Cut. Everybody now talking about some, man, why didn't we get this version? Because you would have hated it. Because you was already trained to hate. I will definitely tell you why we did not get this version in the theaters, for sure. I'm not sure if, we, if, if you're doing that right now or, or, or if you want to wait, but I can... I just let's, from let's wait for that. Let's wait for okay, that. Okay, yeah. Um, just from the business sense alone, like, why this would never be in a theater. Well, it, it would never have been four hours in a the theater. Yeah. But I, I think I think the whole expectation to hate is right, because we got BBS, people hated that, and then the Ultimate Edition literally added 30 minutes to it, and then everyone loved it. So people were already set to hate. I don't think everyone loved it. I think the people that rewatched it loved it. But the people who hated it, they're not going to rewatch it to love it. Like, 30 minutes doesn't really change what I didn't like about the movie. It changed a lot of people's opinion. Yeah, but it didn't change. Like, did it change Lex Luthor? No, Lex is bad. I'll give you that. Because Lex is one of my favorite DC villains. And I I couldn't stand him in that Ultimate Edition. Justice League, it don't matter. Jesse Eisenberg is not Lex Luthor to me, whether it's his son or not. There was a potential for him to be something cool, and it just didn't happen. I think the Cherry uh, Jolly Rancher really took it. God, bro, don't even think. (laughs) That was the part that really, oh, okay. Um, It's just so weird. Just why would you? Why would you think that was a good choice? Like, did no one pull him to the side and be like, "Yo, have you seen the dailies? This shit don't look good." (laughs) Tell him to do something else. It don't look good. It don't. But yes, a lot of people were very upset about Justice League, and once it was a lot, the cat got out of the bag that Josh Whedon changed a lot of stuff in this movie. So, which started the hash um, hashtag. Released the Snyder Cut um, trend, and that's been going on for years. And people were starting to lose hope. And then Jason Momoa came out of nowhere. He said, "I saw the Snyder Cut, and it was fantastic." And then it started ramping up again. And then it started ramping up some more. And then rumors started circling around that the Snyder Cut is going to be released. People started talking about it, started ramping it up some more. And then finally, I think it was the uh, DC Fandom where we got the official announcement that uh, the Snyder Cut was going to come to HBO Max. Um, it was originally going to be a miniseries, but now it is a movie. So many people are excited about it, and we've been looking forward to, forward to this day for a while. And finally, it has released. So if you guys haven't already seen Mr. Uh, A&E's review on it, go check it out on the Nerdgasm, uh, gosh, the Nerd Coalition Studios channel to check out that um, review for it. And, uh, yeah, you, that'll be the full spoiler, uh, review where right here we are getting into spoilers. So, well, so that'll be my not spoiler review. I said it all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I said it all wrong. Um, the non spoiler again. Yeah. The non spoiler review. And then we'll get the sport. This is the spoiler review. All right. (laughs) God, this is the spoiler review. You have been warned. So let's get to it now. Before we start off and get into the spoiler stuff, let's give our general reactions. Mr. Amy, I'm going to start with you. I love the movie. 
And I was the one I put my remastered version of Justice League up um, to a, a couple days ago before the Snyder Cut came out. So I I made sure that I'm not backpedaling on anything I said uh, when it happened. So I, I actually enjoyed, you know, say what I got. And I was, to be fair, was more lenient because I wanted a Justice League movie. I'm at that time we was on the cusp of getting a third Avengers movie, and we had not one Justice League movie. Right, and I was on the case that hey, Josh Whedon did the first two Avengers movies. You know why not do you know something for um, you know Justice League like that? But coming back and you know getting older and watching more of the movie, it didn't age well. I will say that Justice League 2017 did not age well. Mm-hmm. After seeing you know the Snyder Cut, I'm actually a little pissed off at Josh Whedon for a lot of things. And I'm also pissed off at Warner Brothers for a lot of things because, you know, Zack Snyder already got a hard time for the way he, you know, wants to make things different because that's what everybody's asking for. They want different, but then they, they really don't want different. Right. And now, now when they gave him, when he gave something different, they shit on him. And then his daughter passed away, which made everything harder. So I understand stay away from the project, but to, to see this come to light, this is not it's cinema history. We haven't really seen nothing like this happen. Which actually opens the door for a lot of other things. So, general reaction before we get into the full breakdown of everything, I love the film. I, I thought it's hella better than what we got in 2017. All right. Uh, the director, how? what was your general reaction to this movie? Um, I think this is a great movie. I, um, I was talking to um, a friend of the network, Derek Darko. And hey. I was comparing, yeah, hey, Darko. I was comparing it to the difference between um, getting a homemade burger on two pieces of white Wonder Bread versus getting like a gourmet burger in a restaurant with like a Pilsner. It is, it's the same sandwich, but just way better. Mm-hmm. It's a way better movie. All right. Uh, my general reaction I did enjoy this movie. Now, I did call it uh, Justice League with Grammarly when I uh, went online and started talking about it. Because it basically was. It was a lot of the same things, but minor tweaks to it. But those tweaks did make a difference. There is some things I did not agree with or something, mm-hmm. or a lot of my opinions did not change from the first one. Uh, good and bad. But we'll get to that when we talk about the... Um, we'll get to that when we talk about the full movie. Um, now, Mr. Andy, I'm not sure if you... I don't recall if you said our rating scale. Uh, what did you give the rating for this movie? I gave it a damn near perfect. Okay. Um, damn near perfect. Now, the Oof. director, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with our rating scale. An A, like an A plus, is a complete nergasm. A minus is a damn near perfect. A B is a B. We don't know what to call it yet, sadly. A C is a hashtag, give it a chance. A D is a catch it at the barbershop. And a F is a rummy my refund. Oh, this is definitely a B. This is a B movie. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I would give it... A, Strong B. I would give it a B as well. There's still minor things that I just did not like, but we'll, we'll start and get to that. But first, a lot of the characters got some excellent, excellent, excellent development. One of them being The Flash. Matter of fact, no, no, I'm sorry. One of them being Cyborg. Let's talk about, about him because he had the biggest development out of all of them. Um, so let's let's discuss him real quick, uh, Mister Andy. I'll start with you, and then we could just have start having an open discussion with it. 
Yeah, uh, of, of, when it comes to Cyborg, it's like, uh, once again, like I, when you said they, they, they did minor tweaks to it, they definitely did. This is an, an extra two hours added to the movie that we that, that we got in 2017. So there's a lot of major changes here. And, and looking at what they did with Ray Fisher is actually insulting. Mm-hmm. It really is because, you know, they gave this guy a whole backstory. They showed this guy going through the pain that he was going through. They, they, they showed him and his family they showed him trying to understand what his powers were. Like we really did not understand. I mean, unless you read comic books, you really didn't understand the scope of what cyborg can do in 2017. Mm-hmm. And now it's like th- th- this man is the God's eye. used to call it in fast and furious. I'm saying he is the World Wide web along with being like the terminator. Brody's so it's like, much. It, 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 exactly, yeah. So he can, he, he can, he. There's a lot of things that he can do, and he's powerful in his own sense. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things when it came to, you know, him and uh, Silas Stone, played by Joe Morton, which you know Joe Morton is underrated. Man, he's good at most everything he does. And I think he was a good choice to play his dad. And then I felt the emotion. It wasn't just hey, Mother Box saved my son. Blah 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 blah. It's like no man, because that that whole speech of the father twice removed, or when it comes to him saying, "I will not let my son die." Like I felt all that stuff because he's a good actor. What he does, so uh, all those things. I like how when they show when like how Cyborg is working in his mind, and it's like you know you just see Ray Fisher as you know Victor Stone himself mm-hmm. walking through you know everything all, all, all the you know the scenarios and everything. That I thought that was dope. And there was just some things that puzzled me to the point of like, damn, why do you keep some things in the movie? Because I, because uh, he had a very powerful line at the end, you know, when it came to splitting the mother boxes. But I, they cut a lot of things in for the sake of putting in jokes. Right. And I was like, see, that, that's, that's the things I don't like. Every movie don't have to be the Avengers. Everybody in the Avengers don't have to be Tony Stark. And that's where some... Uh, Things are starting, to, you know, uh, some ways they are starting to go with, with some of those movies to the point where it it bothers me a little bit. And and don't and this 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 movie is not without comedy. I just think it's it's spread out better. Right. Yeah. You know, it was definitely uh, uh, it, 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 it was a lot of far in between. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, it, it was like the whole thing about you know, yo man, I can't feel my toes, but I ain't even got toes. I think guy need that. Right. You know, say I ain't laugh when he said it in in that movie. I ain't laugh when he said it in this. I mean, and I'm glad they, they took it out of this movie. But I just felt as though it's actually a shame, and I can understand why Ray Fisher was upset at WB because look, they cut out basically his movie. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I agree with Cyborg being a better character in this movie. However, I just did not care about his relationship with Dad. It, it did not really sell me on that. I feel like there should have been more development with him and his dad actually trying to reunite before the whole death of him. That should have definitely happened because it right before that he, um, I think in the beginning of the movie he was just like you know pushing him aside. Then he became cyborg. We didn't see him re uh, like you know do anything with his dad until he got to um, he got the motherboard and went to go uh, revive Superman. And all they did was just look at each other. There wasn't really much of a conversation like, hey, I understand. Like, you know, it was without that apology that his dad deserved. But, now, but I what, feel like that. Oh. 
was that? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I feel like that kind of sold the death a little bit more, but I still didn't feel like he was like broken about it because Ray Fisher was still emotionless in this whole movie. Now that could be due to you know his mind being robotic and all that, but that that wasn't sold to me as well as I thought it was going to be sold to me in this movie. I'll let you know the director talk if I give my thought on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I understand why Ray Fisher is mad. I don't. I, a lot of people they come at Ray Fisher, and I don't. I don't understand why so many people, you know, hate him. I just think I don't know. I feel like they're. I don't know if his his stories are true or not. I just know they that it's kind of wild that they cut so much. He based so much of his um, part out and he was and then again when I knew what Warner Brothers was trying to do I understood why they cut out a lot of his parts because if you were just telling the story like they help with the character but they really didn't sell the story as much as like the other scenes so I get why they cut him out but at the same time good lord they cut out a lot so I, I think that has to do with like a scripting thing. Um, I always and forever will always hate the design of Cyborg. I didn't. I, I didn't mind the like the full face mask on full Iron Man. I thought I would hate it. I, I didn't. I didn't mind the, like the little arms that came out of his back. That was shit. Look weird, but you know I didn't hate it. I just hate his general design. He looks so incomplete. He looks like a naked Terminator, and I just think that that's so stupid. Because in the comics, he looks like a regular dude, which is metal parts. So, like, it's kind of like, ah, that's kind of stupid, you know? I I can see what you mean by that. Um, I didn't, like, this design does look too thin to me, for my personal taste. But I I wouldn't call that, like, I wouldn't, like, put that against the movie for it. I hold it against the movie, 100%. I I mean, I definitely, at the end of the first Justice League, you see him evolve his body to look something similar to like, I mean, cause like, what was the point of Ray Fisher getting into shape? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they morph his body into something a little bit more human. Do you remember that scene at the end of justice league when him and his dad, they like, they do the thing and his whole body changes. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? And, and just, yeah, when he looks- I, I, I know. I think I should see the movie. I know what you're talking about. I think that design just looked better. It's like the difference between like the old Transformers and how they just look like broken shards of glass punching each other mm. versus like when that newer Transformer movie came out the Bumblebee one, like when they were fighting, like those fight scenes looked amazing because you could really like everything was nice and smooth and you could see, oh, that dude just kicked that other dude in the face versus it just looked like mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see, but also I, it's like it's the first one. This is, you know, if he builds himself a better suit or a better look as the second one comes, I see that if they do Cyborg, Teen Titans, whatever, whatever case, you know, they want to go off of. But I, it, as it just starting out, I'll say it because, you know, say it like it's kind of like how I felt about, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. Mm-hmm. And, and the swag was telling me, like, you know, he created that. And it's the first one. I was like, you know what? You are right. You can't be 
Spider-Man, Spider-Man at the first one, if this is going to be kind of like an origin story. And this is this is a necessarily origin story. I mean, I understand, you know, looking a little weird and I hate the design, but I say, but if it like it could it could get better as the story progresses, but you you got you got to leave that thing to breathe. And to go back to, to what you were doing, Swag, uh, talking about you didn't feel the things with his dad. I mean, I I can't say you know I agree to say a hundred percent on that because a lot of things what Joe Morton does is like you know eighty five percent communication is nonverbal, right? And that whole scene of him walking into Star Labs with the mother box, you may not say nothing, but his look is looking like you. You don't need me anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I totally got that. I don't think that was just yeah. fleshed out as well as I thought it could be. It, I think yeah, I it, think that has to do a little bit with like Ray Fisher as an actor. And how I think he was probably directed. Probably because like I said, he was very bland. And I can't yeah, really go against that because he's more, he's mostly robot. What I will say, too, also, is that because they cut so much of Cyborg's part, we did miss a lot of um, his father's acting, which is where the acting is. Right. Like, if if those two are on scene and you're wondering who to look at, you look at the Pops. The Pops is carrying the scene on his back like Jesus of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And and he's making it happen. And I feel like Ray Fisher is Ray Fisher is good, but I also feel like he was probably told to, like, emote less. Okay. And, you know, like, the really sell confusion and pain, like, when his, you know, like, when his dad finally does get, like, offed, like, even that scene, he still kind of, like, his response was still kind of broken robot-y right. versus, like, a human response, you know? Because, like, when it happened, I mean, he got bodied so quickly, you know? But, I mean, like, but dang. he did have a human response, but he cried when his dad wasn't at his game in the car. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm talking about cyborg. I'm not talking about yeah. Vic. Like, I th- I just think that when he was, because he spends most of the time kind of being broody. Like, I get it. You're a robot, dude. Now, like, I understand. But like, you know, he just it kind of just came off like angsty versus you know it didn't have as many layers. And I think because he was told not to give as many layers because you're a robot. Like, Zack Snyder really thought like he was like he's a Terminator and. I mean, there's more to Cyborg than a Terminator. Um, also, I would not believe for one second that guy is in high school. When I saw him in the high school hallway, I was like, "This, this Negro is." Huge. I thought it was because I thought it was in college. I thought that was college ball because he was is playing Wisconsin. It was, was that college? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was, it was okay. College. Wisconsin. Okay, I was about to say, I was like, "Yeah, is this a high school student?" No, that'd like, be crazy though, right? Like, he needs to be drug tested if so, because there's <laughs> no like, yeah. way. What kind of vitamins is he taking? <laughs> I was looking at him on the bench. I was like, there's no possible way in the world. Um, I did like that he had some hacking history, which I was kind of shocked they didn't really like delve, uh, they didn't dive deep on. Um, with him, you know, changing the girls' grades in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And I- I'm surprised they didn't really dive deep on it. Like, that would have been cool if he was like in his mind and they had that scene in the film. He was like, Oh wait, I remember I done this back in you know I would like that little like that little nod would have been cool. I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, cyborg could have been fleshed out a tad bit more with like one or two lines, and it would have been like great for me. Um, on Mark's point about the body, I agree with Mister A and E on that. Like again, this is like the first movie, and then he also has to come to accept himself. So of course he's not going to have like some great modifications. So I think that was 
this is still part of a character, like the underlining things. That was part that of design is so ugly. We're never gonna get another one. <laughs> we aren't. I don't see Ray Fisher in a WB future. I, I just don't. I disagree. Yo, with he, that. he, yo, he. They say you can't work for us anymore. Well, they yeah, but but yeah, WB responds to paper. Yeah, they do. Like like you said, WB uh, reacts. Don't listen. I don't know. Reacts. Like it'd be different if Ray Fisher was acting different. I think they'll just, I think they'll just replace him with like Blue Beetle or something, and they're going to make Blue Beetle like the same type of like character. Like he has something on him that he doesn't understand. That's Iron Man like. And you know, that's sometimes not gonna be a good looking people. WB. That's not gonna be a good looking. They're not gonna it's about come what's PR. Yo, Ray Fisher PR is done with the WB. Like he's not gonna be in any more future movies. Like I don't know if you've been following his situation at all, but I've he was like until it. um the dude steps down, he's like, I'll never be in a WB movie again. Look, paper talk different to people. And I, it just, will. I just Look, don't see them doing that. <laughs> I, I see them just writing him completely because he already had a movie, lost it, and then his next appearance was going to be in the Flash. He's not going to be in the Flash anymore. They're going to replace that with Supergirl or something. Like I don't, I, I think it's pretty quiet for Ray Fisher unless unless things change. It's possible, but I think the way he's been acting, change. I don't think so. Look, I think a I lot really think this. Yeah, but this, this movie opened the door to a lot. And, we, and first of all, the, you know the only reason why we got this movie is about is because how much the fans fought for. I, this was, I this, think this, the this, only reason we got this movie is because of COVID. No, if COVID wouldn't have happened and the streaming wars have, wasn't have, wouldn't be accelerated, we would definitely not be getting this movie. If they didn't but, like Batman v Superman, why would they put this out to fight a streaming war with Netflix and Disney Plus? This is not the because movie it has a, because it has a built in. So this is it's for the same exact reason that they put their whole movie catalog. On to HBO Max. They're trying to get HBO Max to be on the same level as Disney Plus and Netflix, and it's not. And they're WB, which means that they're AT and T. What come like 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 telecom? At the end of the day, they're just here to make money. You so, know W. You know WB accepted the Snyder Cut before COVID hit, right? They were not. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, like, they 100%. They, ex- they accepted the movie and, t- and said that they they were they uh, were in negotiations. And originally, what they wanted Zack Snyder to do was to release his version, which was not finished. Like the VFX and stuff wasn't done. So yeah, it was a movie, and if you show people, you can get them to understand it. But it wasn't like what it was. They ended up dumping another sixty million into it because, like I said last time when we were talking about it, is it's. Netflix is putting out movie theater style movies on their platform and they're not charging people for it. And they're Netflix. And because of the streaming wars, WB wants to be in it. That's why we're getting Godzilla, you know, in like a week. And we got Judas and the black Messiah like two weeks before. Like I, they just like, it had a built in fan base. People were going to check it out. It's four hours of content. Originally they wanted it to be a TV series, which meant if people signed up for it, they were going to be in for at least a month, maybe two, if you got them in the middle of the month. Yeah, that's how you get. That's how you hook hook line and sinker the people. It's so, business about saying, but it, it's a, to I'm say all pretty, that's on COVID is kind of asinine. No, I, it's hundred percent on COVID. I don't. I I definitely don't think it would have been. It, it would have came out the way that we seen it. You're right. It would have so. came out. It would have probably been an hour shorter, and it probably would have hit the movie theater. Right. If it wasn't, I don't COVID. think it would have hit the movie theater either. 
I just I think I, it would have been something that they probably would have, especially with this whole, like the way the whole Ray Fisher thing popped off. It still would have popped off. I think they I think they probably would have just been like I don't, I don't think they would have, but because they needed content and the movie theaters were shutting down, they were like, we can throw this on our streaming service and hit. Out of all the content they have, they don't need the Snyder Cut right now. They don't need the Snyder Cut, but it's already it was already done. It was already there. And it, and it finally gave them the thing that they've been looking for. No one has been talking about anything trending realistically on HBO Max on like the massive scale. And now because of the Snyder Cut, this thing is hitting on HBO Max, which is like definitely boistering its reputation. I don't think we would have got this movie if it wasn't for... I, I firmly believe that 100% wholeheartedly if it wasn't for COVID... I don't think we would have got it the way that we got it. They definitely wouldn't have dumped 60, 70 million back into it. That's a tax write-off, but still. Look, I I personally disagree with that. But I think we can all agree that Flash definitely got better treatment in this movie. Uh, I'm going to start with the director on how you felt about the Flash. I understand why that scene was cut. It was a cool scene. It was a cool scene. I get why it was cut. The Flash ran a little bit better, but he still runs weird. It was still weird running. Like that was still a choice. Um, I think overall he he was a better character for sure. He was less goofy. They took out that whole weird scene where he falls on Wonder Woman's boobs. I appreciated that. Yeah, like they made him like less like less of a bitch, which I think is good. And we actually got to see like the full strength of his. Like of his, uh, of his power, like what he could do, right. like how he was able to heal himself and reverse time, and you know, I really appreciated what they did. I... Hello. Yeah, did he disappear? He went on mute real quick. Oh. Okay. Uh... uh. All right. Yeah, that that was strange. Um, how did you feel about the Flash? Well, I'm saying, well, until we get the director back yeah. online. Okay. <laughs> Oh. oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Can you hear me? Curses? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, no. I was... I don't know. My cord came out of my laptop that oh, I was... Oh. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like the mic cord. But, um... Yeah, I just think, um... I, I don't know. And, and again, like, they're... Moving forward, what are they going to do with the next, like, flashpoint supposed to happen? Um, Azure Miller is still kind of in hot water because of you know, his whole scenario that he has going on. And also, like, they're not, he's not the same star that he was when they first signed him, because those Harry Potter movies haven't been moving like they should. He hasn't really been in anything. I don't know, man. I as I really hope that this Snyder Cut changes things, but I feel like it sets us up for a future that's way harder to push forward than it was to get the Snyder Cut finished. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree and disagree with you at the same time. And mm-hmm. one thing I do agree with that I think they did better with Flash in this movie. However, that whole save hour scene that I need to be in a movie, it was it right. Said it needed to be. It didn't need to be. Yeah, I didn't think that needed to be there. Oh, and I didn't think it needed to be in the movie either. I was like, why? I thought it was a it was cool no scene, but yeah. I saw why they cut it. I mean, I know why they cut it. I know that that's a deleted scene only. Yeah, yeah exactly, if you, right. if you get the, when you get the Blu-ray, that's the legacy only because it did nothing for the plot. It did nothing for the movie. I mean, it, it showed more lightheartedness of him trying to get a job, but I didn't care. I, I, I'm kind of upset that the whole Sesame Street got a slow-mo. And I think that's that's 
slow mo overused. In oh, my personal I, opinion, I meant to uh, say that during my general reactions. Like this movie could have been three hours long if you took the slow mos. Easy three hours. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying all the slow mos out. There was there was an overuse of slow motion in this thing that, that was not needed. Even if you kept some of the slow mo in, and I think also it's kind of a problem when you use slow mo for style, mm-hmm. but then you also use it as a, a, a hero's power. Like I the Flash's yeah. power was slow mo, so it was kind of, it was kind of the confusing. It wasn't confusing. It was just kind of just like, I don't know, because at, at certain moments when I would see slow mo with Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, she's moving really fast. But sometimes I just think it was slow mo. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you mean. Like if they did like um, what they did with Quicksilver with the Fox movies, like none of that movie had slow motion until you saw Quicksilver, and that highlighted it great. So I can yeah. understand a bit confusion. It was that one football scene with Vic. I was like, there was three parts of slow motion within two seconds, and it didn't. Yeah, happen. even in that Wonder Woman scene, there's two slow scenes of slow motion of her dodging bullets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we got it the first time, right? Like, like we don't need it okay. again. Like I like the part where she like dashed through the crowd, uh, blocking the bullets. It looked better in fast motion than it did in slow motion. Yeah, I, I I said so. I, y'all have no disagreement on me on that one. Back to the Flash though. Uh, Ezra Miller makes those different kind of style choices, and I don't necessarily agree with his style choices a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But like, especially when it comes to, like the running, because in interviews that that's an Ezra Miller thing, and I'm like I don't agree with the run. <laughs> he does this, like I said, certain style choices of, and I call Matthew Broderick faces that he makes that I just don't necessarily <laughs> agree with. Uh, but there, but when it comes to, once again, the Flash is a hero in the Snyder Cut. Whereas, like, I agree with the director that he was a bitch in, in um, Justice League. And I was like, and he was there to crack jokes for the sake of cracking jokes. And I was like, I'm glad they took that whole brunch thing out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, God, that that was cringe to watch. Even watching it back on Wednesday, that was a cringe to watch. So now, him, uh, like Joshua made the comment when Flash is saving all the people from the debris that's falling. Mm-hmm. He, he he said out his mouth that he felt as though the audience wouldn't get it. That insults my intelligence, right? Yeah. Now, I thought that part was great. That was one of my favorite parts. I was like, why didn't we add that in? Yeah, that but, showed, but like, it, Flash being cool. But even even when it comes to him tipping the mother box, yeah, you know, he misses his window. And even in the t- 2017 Justice League, we get the picture of Pa Kent falling in the water. If you're if you're in movies, if you're going to show something like that, there has to be a reason behind it. Right. There had no reason behind it. But now that was in a second like to show him reversing time. To get that mother box out to the point where he needed to touch it because he missed his window. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that helps illustrate the power. And he took it seriously. And even when it came to, uh, to the end where they lost and he had to go back and was like, yo, let me, uh, you know, go back and, and, and reverse this so I can meet my window. I thought, I was like, yo, he's a huge part of the movie. And all they did was, you know, relegate him to jokes and saving a family that did not matter. Right. And I, I'm not saying, you know, people's lives don't matter, stuff like that. I'm just saying, but that, that whole scene was just added in there to be Marvel-like. And I was like, it don't need to be that. That that Russian family pissed me off in 2017 because it was not me. Like, really? Did they the only family tried to decide this house? Right. And, and, and to the point where 
look, Flash, I get it. You know, saying he has a joke, stuff like that. But he, in, in, in this is the first one, so he, he's just getting his door at being, you know, working for, you know, um, CSI or you know, or, you know the, the, the intelligence unit. But uh, he ain't dumb. Like Batman should have to tell you how to use your powers. Exactly right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that's just that's just insultful to the character of Flash in a way. So I I appreciate what you know uh, he did basically in in, in the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. See that that's why I can't necessarily fully agree saying that Zach don't care about the characters when Josh Wheaton clearly showed that he don't neither. Mm-hmm. When all this stuff was in Snyder's movie. Now, uh, with me, when it comes to the Flash, I liked him. I mean, no, I'm sorry, I didn't like him until like the three hour mark. That one scene where he hit the debris, I thought that was genius because, again, that showed him trying to be a true hero. And just like when Bruce Wayne said before that, it was like, "Yo, you be a hero, just save people," and it really showed him stepping up to save people. I thought that was a great moment that they should have added in the original cut. Um, they also uh, like display his uh powers a lot better in this movie with him uh you know like you said with the him running back in time i'm not sure if y'all noticed but he phased through the explosion he like shifted his monocles so he would like dodge the explosion and then he mm-hmm. ran back in time i thought mm-hmm. it was like that was subtle but that was that was a great display and you throughout the movie i thought he had a better origin story than cyborg did because it showed his growth and how dramatically he grew with that being said, I mean I can't agree with you on that one at all. What growth did he go through? Like he was nothing in the beginning until like then he really wasn't uh, like a huge part of what happened at the end of the movie. Like you said, like Mister Andy said, he was an important piece to this, to helping. Oh, do you mean like his growth between the two movies? The two movies, because he was kind of the same character at the beginning of the movie that he was at the end of the movie. He was just more into his hero mode because he was trying. He was a hero before we met him. Was it like he was still unsure of his himself before that? I don't think he was unsure of himself because he was out there. He had the suit. He saved Iris. He was like going to school to save his dad. He was doing all things. I don't think he was. He didn't have the community. Like he didn't have like the people to like really work with. But when he showed up on the scene, it wasn't like the first Justice League movie where he was kind of bumbling and didn't know what to do. For the most part, he was just like, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and I can do this and I can hold that. And yeah, I can do this. I can I can I can I, I can zap it like he, he was very, very competent, like the whole entire time. I think uh, Sway, where you're getting at is because because his reactions were different than the Vicks were. Mm hmm. It, it 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 could it could be more of a develop because you, you can read his personality. Yeah, it could be that it really could be that that um, because I guess because Vic was angry. He, he was angry through the whole movie. It was like yeah, at one point, was I, angsty. Yeah, I was, I, at one point, I need you to be like, I ain't say you had to say booyah, I'd be smiling like you know what I'm saying, but I'm saying that you 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 kind of got to show I me. Mean, he did give Flash a little fist pump. At the end, right. but I'm saying it's just it's just like the stone cold all the way, and I'm like okay, but I think with Ezra Miller and Barry Allen showing the different personality of him embracing being a hero, him being on the team, stuff like that, the personality helps sway that opinion. So I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it, mm-hmm. but uh, right. I can understand where you're coming from. From and adding to that, I don't think Ezra Miller is a bad actor. 
but I can't really get into him being Flash. It is tough. It, it's like very I actually have hard to like to get into him being Flash. Maybe because this is not a Flash I'm used to seeing. This is a different portrayal of him. But it's just like I don't think the Flash is. It, he he's. I don't even. I don't even like, think it's that. I literally think he looks nothing like what you think a Flash will look like. Yeah, and he doesn't really act like a Flash. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like what a it's lot tough. of people said about Tom Holland Spider Man is what I get a lot from him. Like, I can see how people feel that way about Tom Holland Spider Man. Oh, no, no, I don't yeah, agree with it. Tom Holland's great. I just like I, yeah. I a lot of people give him flag. It's like he's a very annoying kid. This is what I got from the Flash watching this movie. I think. If I was to know Ultimate Spider-Man, I would appreciate Tom Holland Spider-Man even more. And we all know the MCU leans more that way. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think because there was just so many adult Spider-Men to seeing this, seeing this kid. But I think with like with with Azra Miller, he I really like him as an actor personally. Like I like um, was it the um, Perks of being Room for a Wallflowers or yeah, yeah like those were like great films. Yeah, yeah, he's not a bad I, actor. I don't know who told him. Like, I really feel like it's down to direction and intention. And I just think, I don't know. Like, it just seems like all the choices made for characters were kind of just like everyone was playing make-believe. And they were just like, you know what? I'm going to talk with an accent. And they were like, why? And they're like, because I want to. Like, the same problem I have with him is the same problem I have with Lex Luthor. Where I feel like you miscast. And you have to sell me on the performance. But they went so hard on the performance that they overshot it. And now I'm just like, not only did you miscast, but you like misdiagnosed the character. This looks, comp- so now it looks double bad. You know, not only is you late, but you know, you also broke, you don't got no money. So I think that that's the toughness of it. Like if he looked the way he was and he was Azure Miller, then they should have like presented him differently. Mm-hmm. Like there's a way to make him funny. I don't know. He just seems like a very, he seems like, a person who thinks they're funny versus the Flash who is like a funny person. Yeah, I get that. That's exactly yeah. That's exactly it for me. Uh, I feel like Mr. Andy had a reaction to what we said or a response. I'm not sure if you. No, no, I agree. Okay. Uh, next up, Aquaman. I did not care about Aquaman in this movie in particular. <laughs> I feel like they did nothing more to him. You'll probably point it out, Mr. Andy, but I feel like I was like, okay. Like, I feel like he's the same exact character in this movie. Except they took that one joke away with him sitting on the lasso, which I was very happy they did. Because that joke was definitely unnecessary and unneeded. Um, The one part I did like with Aquaman that I kind of wish this movie had more of was just him talking to the Flash. Just those little team moments. I thought that was great. And I kind of wish we got more. The hat thing had me going. I like the hat thing. The, yeah, the hat the, thing was okay, actually pretty yeah, good. I forgot about that. You know, yeah, that was funny. You know what's sad though? So they are, like before this movie came out, before any one of them came out, they're supposed to be like the Flash and Cyborg are supposed to be like buddies, right? Yeah. And I really I feel that. like Flash and Aquaman were giving a buddy vibes that I wish Flash and Cyborg was giving me, yeah, but because, they weren't. Yeah. Flash, um, Cyborg was supposed to be like a buddy team Flash movie. Yeah, and I think, like, at the grave scene when they were digging him up, it was just kind of like they were trying. Mm-hmm. But again, I just think because whoever directed him, or maybe it was his own choice, I don't know how it went. I don't know if these actors were like, I'm going to do this, and the director said, go for it. Or if they were like, what should I do? And he told them to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think they just was like, 
you know, be friendly, but also be completely empty. And then so he was just like, you know, she's 5,000 years old. And he was like, oh, the girls, nice. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. I you could have like, just delivered yeah. that a little bit more, better. The best way, like Aquaman it. did. Right. Aquaman's simple little line. Let me see number one again. That shit hit. Like right. I giggled. I was like, <laughs> the facial express. Well, well, it also dealt with emotion, like Mister Andy said. <laughs> His facial expression sold that. Yeah. Or, 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 or it's kind of like when, like when the Flash was running, she Superman, Superman sidesteps him, and then he just all of a sudden he just points at. Him, he's like, "Yo, I'm so sorry." Right. Yeah. Because, yeah exactly. Like, that, that type was of great. little. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's a Ray Fisher thing or a director thing, mm-hmm. but I just think he he just came off so metallic. Yeah, look, if and I, I get it. If I were to do it, I would have had like you know, Cyborg has you know he's been this for a while. He doesn't really know how to be human again. Whereas Flash is enjoying life, and he could try to humanize him back to where he was. That I would have liked that dynamic, but it's like y'all kind of missed the mark on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but I, but but what what they added with um with Aquaman here is just that you know I'm glad that they that they they took the whole kind of rebel thing out that, that he was in the movie because you know I mean, Aquaman don't know how to be king of Atlantis. He ain't ready. He ain't ready for that yet. He don't like the Atlanteans. He said that, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, he, he doesn't like that. He just wants to do do his shit on Earth, but you know at the same time respect the sea. And that's the that's the vibe that he gave off. But he he has that that the more subtle comedy and the more things between him and the Flash. I enjoyed those. We didn't get those in another movie. So it's like okay, good follow up. And then obviously we're gonna play off to when when the Aquaman movie came out. But you know all that stuff I enjoyed, mm-hmm. and I felt as though like I said, I'm not saying it's a big overhaul of who Jason Momoa's Aquaman was. But I'm saying, but those little things that they added or or two that they, that they that they took out. Uh, just leave movie. I was like, how do y'all not think the sidestep was funny, or the or, or the whole hat joke wasn't funny? But yet him telling the truth on his lasso, or him, you know, his heart being erratic. I'm like, hold on, why is Aquaman scared? Right, like y'all, Aquaman has been known as a joke since the Super Friends, but I, or since the comics came out. But I'm like, yo, y'all, especially when they started redoing him in the '90s. I'm like, y'all got to put some respect to Aquaman for a little bit. Like, this man ain't just his power ain't just talking to fish. The man is a badass in himself. Right, exactly. You know, and then dumb hit his irregular heartbeat or being fast as Superman is there. I was like, no, he ain't flinch. In, in the Snyder Cut, he ain't flinch. He like, all right, yo, we got a job to do. First of all, it was a bad idea, but you know what? Let, let's do it anyway. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And once again, yeah, I, I just think all that stuff, I don't like superhero movies that are trying to be funny for the sake of being funny mm-hmm. because that's the whole Marvel formula that's the formula that every superhero movie is trying to take and I'm like you don't it don't work for everybody mm-hmm. you can't do it with everybody you're not going to have the right director to do it with everybody especially if they're not in a comedy like that and look, they, they make these jokes well, why they got to be so dark I'm like well sometimes everything got to be like I don't need everybody being Tony Stark in the Avengers neither Right, you know, so that, that's why I just brought Aquaman. It's, it's not really much to like, you know, sink into without just you know being redundant. But yeah. those little things I like better in the side of Cut when it came to Aquaman. I do too, because it it kind of makes me like him more in Aquaman. Because in Aquaman, he was yeah. he was fun. He was very fun in Aquaman, mm-hmm. and I did not get that 
like out of the lasso thing, which was like, why did y'all do that? Um, but when when we got that scene, I was like, you know what? This makes me feel like this makes me appreciate him and Aquaman a little bit more because it it seems like the directors were communicating with each other at least. Like this is how I made them. If you can translate that into your movie, um, Shit, I don't need Josh Wheaton calls Zach Snyder out one time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, Steppenwolf, one of the biggest changes in this movie. Um, I'll start with Mr. A and E on this. Well, I, I said in my review, I said uh, I liked him better. It still reminded me of like the Sentinels from Days of Future Past meets Strider from Nerd Twenty Fourteen, and just mixed mixed in as like Steppenwolf. His suit was but, kind of corny. Okay, I'm like you know, but uh, what I did like is the backstory. Yeah, I did like, yes, you know, I, I did like he had a motive. Mm-hmm. And once again, I think Thanos got everybody spoiled. And everybody was like, you know what? Now I like how Marvel got a villain that you can relate to, to the point you're like, damn, I really, he's really a bad guy, but I kind of get where he's coming from. I'm like, y'all need to slow down. Marvel did that. What? Twice. Yeah. All right. Because uh, from the beginning of, of the 10 years, their villain sucks. So I don't even want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. However, uh, over in DC, I'm just like, look, it's a big bad. Okay, obviously everybody's not going to be, you know, in depth of like what Dan's doing, but the, but I got what he was trying to do. The man just wanted his place back with Darkseid. Right. He wanted he wanted his seat back on the throne, and this man was in debt fifty thousand worlds. I'm just like, bro, he just want, you know, it's like he's doing all this. He just want to come back. He just want to be accepted. Right. And I'm like, okay, it don't need to be any more deeper than that. It's like I said, Stephen Wolf. They made him like a good first villain for the Justice League, and I was like, you know, I like it because he was stronger in this one. And that whole Amazon scene, I loved way more. Yeah, I, I, I still, I still enjoy that. A lot of the things that I enjoyed in the uh, regular, I still enjoy in this. But here's the thing: I, I was just like, okay, it's more fleshed out. I did not know. All them Amazon sacrificed themselves in in the, in the original one because they didn't show that, mm-hmm. and because I was like, "Damn, that has more meaning." Because now he still got the mother box, and it's like they almost they kind of died in vain, right? And it, it's and it's like that that brings more pain to you know uh, the Amazons to Wonder Woman and, and that, that, that whole part of the scene, and like this man just sitting there just chucking horses. I'm just like, "Whoa!" Okay, I'll, I'm not. I'm wrong for this. Peter gonna come after me, but I was cracking up. Throwing <laughs> those horses, I was like, this he was guy is insane. <laughs> I'm about to, he was like, this man, they tossing them jaws like out my I way, like grabbing them from the backside and just launching them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I enjoyed that the whole thing with you know with the lances was was done better. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, you know, because um, I, I was in the saying like, yo. Mirror can do a lot. Why don't they show that? And Zack Snyder show Mirror being able to suck the moisture from the body of somebody. Exactly. Why did they skip that? We don't like Josh. Yeah, he made some poor choices. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like to, to, to the point where it's like if somebody makes a choice to cut that out of the movie, mm-hmm. to in my personal opinion, that is somebody who don't understand the character mm-hmm. of which of what these people of what these people can do. And I'm like, you know. It, it it just bothered me that was like all this stuff that they did in Atlantis. This was actually a 
a, a very good battle. Like it wasn't easy to get that, you know, that mother box at first. Right. He got it. You know what I'm saying, but to, to the point where you know, you're going you're going to get some battle scars trying to get this from the Amazons and try to get it from the Atlanteans to to the point where I was just like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. In 2017, he got that shit easy, yeah, and I was like, well, I'm about to say, well, they were no threat, and I'm like, hold on, these are the ones that was fighting in that great war, the Amazon. Uh, this little Steppenwolf came and just took y'all shit. Like there, there was no fighting. The Snyder Cut show all that fight in him and. And how actually intimidating he was. He didn't back down from nothing. He wasn't sitting there preaching to mother, 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 and all that stuff from uh, the twenty seventeen version. And um, I was just like, okay, you know, you know, he got some depth behind him, so I was cool with him. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you. Pretty much frame for frame, exactly what you said. I said this in the original, um, our uh, original review. I like that the Justice League had a definitive fight with him because. At that time, where we had the two Avengers movies, they were just fighting an army of clones of the main villain instead of just mm-hmm. fighting the main villain. So I was really appreciative of that, and this brought it more. This brought it more. I like that he still like they, he still had a couple hits on him, but he was still trying to fight for it. I like the I like fights where it's not one sided. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. director- yeah. Um, just to hit back on Aquaman right, right quick. The one thing that I'm glad got changed was how the Atlanteans spoke to one another. That was the way Zack Snyder did it was super goofy. And like needing to create air bubbles to talk underwater, I'm glad like that part was changed in Aquaman because if the whole movie was like that, which I was fearing um for Aquaman at first, I don't think it would have been nearly as as like enjoyable to watch. I agree with that. Um, so I'm I'm yeah. glad that part got changed up and I with James Wan did what Aquaman was superb. Um with this one Yo, Stephen Wolf looks better and worse at the same time. Like he, like the the character looks so much better in this one, but again, his outfit is is over designed. Yeah, he and it, it has like the same. Not only was it that, but they were like constantly moving, and it was just kind of distracting, and it was just like really gold and kind of just I don't know, like at, like the way there was like this one part, and I can't unsee it. It was just like he just had like this giant muscle butt, but it was like the gold was just like, and it was all like it was just tight, and I was just like, "Good lord, this is just weird." Like, just redesign him better. I think the old Stephen Wolf outfit on the new Stephen Wolf design would have been like the ideal choice, but he was in like this weird. Disagree with that one. Um, I'm sorry, that old Stephen Wolf, that 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 whole 2017 Stephen Wolf was terrible. I'm talking about his clothes. Put his clothes his armor? on this dude's body. Yes, I didn't I like because this better. I like this that gold armor. That armor, is set armor sucks. Hey man, you can do what you want. I'm just letting you know that gold, that gold armor that was constantly moving around, that looked like shit. It was just bad. However, this Steppenwolf looked a million times better. His motivations was better. He actually looked more formidable. Like as far as like fighting. He kind of looked like he would kind of give it to you until someone shows up. I mean that like that was crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah. The, my only complaint with him is like he looked better than he did in BVS because I, I think that was him at, at BVS. He looked oh, real yeah. strange in BVS. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I forgot what he looked bad, um, and I think he looked bad in um, Justice League. And here, I think he looked good. I just don't like his outfit. 
I disagree on that. Um, I mm. thought the Alpha, he looked way better than he did in the original. Way yeah, better. he looked 100% better. It's like his outfit the Strutter does not meets, meets, meets the Sentinel. Because that's how the, you know, the, the Sentinel, uh, you know, stuff was forming in the beginning of Days of Future Past. Right. Yo, even if yeah. it was like the Sentinel and it was just kind of, if it just didn't move, I guess, or if it wasn't just spiky everywhere, but not, it didn't look intimidatingly spiky. It looked like ruffles. Like, it just looked complicated. And I know as, like, a renderer, it was just like, this This sucks. And it's reflective. There's fucking mad did ray you, tracing going on. This blows. Did you, like the, something else. did you like the, the Destroyer from Thor? Yo, if it looked like the Destroyer from Thor, I would allow that. Like, even that looked better than, like, it, it, this. It almost was the same thing. It really almost. Was. I mean, almost a hot dog is almost a hamburger. It's a well, meat it, and it's bread. It's a It's a hot dog. Almost, is almost a sausage, almost, not a hamburger. Yeah, I would have said no. Sausage. It is almost. It's a meat and a bread. It's a meat and a bread. If you want to get on that comparison, then sure. Yeah, it was almost the same thing. You know, almost. Not, but it was definitely his suit constantly moved. It was like. It was like carnage. I just, it was just, I just didn't like it. And it was just that the gold, very, very, very strange choice. Uh, one thing I gotta say about Steppenwolf, they made me care for him to the point where it's like, I hope he gets a seat. <laughs> I, I was seat? like, I hope he gets a seat on the throne because he, it, it was like they were just shitting on him completely. Oh, yeah. I, I you know like, what? Bro, I hope he gets it. <laughs> I looked. I just looked up Stephen Stephen Wolf in the first one, mm-hmm. and Stephen Wolf in the second one. I really, I, I want to put this in the chat. I just really think if he had this armor, it would probably would have been a better move. Okay, because his armor just looks at least at least at this point it looks like mm-hmm. it looks like armor versus this thing that looks like. He's I don't know. He looks alien. like a. He looks like a. He looks like a prickly pear. He's not. He's not from. Yes, Earth. he looks like a prickly pear. That's what it is. A fucking prickly pear like that shit. You nigga are stuck you to are socks. really on the steps of Dial Sim right now, but you're not there yet. But you're reaching. Okay. I think the worst he looked in this movie is when he took the first half, like the top half of his armor off, and we saw his like neck and his collarbone and all. And I was like, this he, is like Predator. And I was like, this is disgusting. Put it back on. <laughs> like Predator, put your mask back on, bro. This <laughs> suit was ridiculous. Um, next, Wonder Woman. I'm gonna start with uh, the director on Wonder Woman. Man, I got to say, uh, she didn't have a lot to do in this movie, but when she showed up, she showed up real hard. She looked real powerful. She looked real strong. You know what? She looked like the opposite of what she looked like in Wonder Woman 1984, which is good. The way Zack Snyder treats Wonder Woman and how he makes her move, like that bank scene where you saw how fast she was. And how brutal she was. And how she just was like... I was watching this thing on YouTube where they put the two of them side by side. And like Josh Wheaton just did stuff that I just don't like. I gotta see that. <laughs> Y'all can send me the link to that. I do want to see that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. But it was just like how strong she was. And how fast she was. But also how she could move fast and be gentle. Like she would be blocking bullets... And she couldn't get to a bullet, so she moved a girl out of the I way. Love that. I love but she didn't, like, throw her through a wall. It was just like a... 
Right. You know, I mean, the one thing I don't appreciate is her using her handcuffs to blow a man to smithereens, oh, like in the same room that. with the children. To, I was going that to seems. That. I think if they would have just had the windows shatter and maybe he flew out, that would have been cool. But like the explosion, because I'm the, now I'm thinking, okay, he was what six feet away from them kids, mm-hmm. and the way that thing exploded, that room is gone. Where them kids at? I was going to say, I was like, there was no need to do all that. But, alright. Everything up to that point, I was like, (laughs) yes. I rewinded that shit. The fucking Wonder Woman theme song always hit. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that they, they like, took away, like, that goofiness, that weird male gaze. I thought that was a Snyder thing because I saw um, Sucker Punch. But apparently, that was a Josh Wheaton thing because Josh Wheaton's pretty creepy. So, it's like, oh, man. It kind of made me wish that if we get One Woman 3, if they could just bring Zack Snyder back for some action scenes. I know it would never happen, but man, I would really love that because even when she was fighting Stephen Wolf, like, she was no slouch, man. Like, they really brought that. I like that kick that they gave her. I, I really, really liked it. I like the War Warrior one because you need to be a warrior when it's warrior time. Mm-hmm. You know, they killed all, he killed all your sisters. Yeah. I, well, not I, all of them, but he killed a lot of them. I'm, I don't remember if they did that in the original Justice League movie, but Steppenwolf taunting her about nah, killing. Nah, I don't think her. they did. They definitely didn't do that. And I like that. And it was like you saw her trying to like be. How can I put it? You saw her trying to be like she wasn't trying to get angry, but she was like, "I need to channel this anger into my fight." Yeah, I also think this is probably some of the better Wonder Woman acting, and I'm not sure why that is. You would think, you know, Wonder Woman 84 would have been better acted, but I really think she, 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 what she had to do here, she did it very well. Again, she didn't have a lot to do, but with the stuff she had to do, she did extremely well. Yeah, I still think she was, she's my favorite member of this team in this movie. I mean, she's definitely the prettiest. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but anytime Dude. she was on screen, I just loved her. I absolutely loved her. She's uh, it, she's uh, the she's fast and so strong. She's on one. She's on Superman's level, but not quite. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so. And cool I to really, see someone, I really think that. It, it, like, like you said, the action. Her action scenes were very fluent. I would love to see Zack Snyder f- f- have a flying fight scene. I would love to see Zack Snyder's version. Of Cheetah versus Wonder Woman mm-hmm. at 1984. I would love to see that. I would pay hard-earned money. I would pay a full movie ticket. I'll pay that bitch-ass $30, like, quick-release, whatever VOD thing they'd like they do. Just to see that one scene. I'll pay $30 to see that one scene of Zack Snyder, Cheetah, Wonder Woman. Because that shit would be phenomenal. That scene's going to be 80 minutes long because you know he loves the slow-motion button. So I don't care. Give me that slow-motion on that kaffir. <laughs> Give me that, John. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Give it to me. So, watching Wonder Woman in this movie, I agree with the director that she didn't have much to do. But, however, watching her, I was like, "Oh my god, this is what the Wonder Woman I miss." Yeah, because 1984 was a disappointment. I'm so glad I didn't see that. And no, here's the thing: I can't go back on what I said. For some reason, I enjoyed the movie, but it ain't good. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's disappointing. I have said that, and I want to keep saying it. That it's not a good movie, and. It was a, it's, a more, it's more of a disappointing than me just like straight out hating it. But I was just like, but 
But there's like some kind of soft spot to me because I like the Wonder Woman character. I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman as she has grown on me as Wonder Woman. But in this one, I was like, God, I missed that whole warrior theme because I was like, where is that in 84? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If they did play it, it was very, very not, you know, monotone and stuff like that. But I was like, man, I missed that whole warrior thing to the point. It's like, yo, man, this is, it's about to go down. It's about to get rough. And uh, she's not backing out for nobody. And I, I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, her, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, her and her fight scene, you know, with headbutt uh, uh, Kal-El. And I was like, yeah, see, that's the one woman I miss. And that's the one woman that I, I did not know how much I missed her until I seen her. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So it's just like, I heard people out there saying that they, they want Zack Snyder to do one Woman three. I'm like, no, keep, keep, keep let Paige. First of all, it, it wouldn't look right, and second of all, uh, let Paige just do it. Paige just had a hiccup and she messed up, but she people got to say the reason why we like one Woman a lot in the first part place is because of the first one. So I'm like, let her just go back to the roots, but bring Zack Snyder on as a producer like he was in the first one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and you could do it that way, and that's how they could team up. And work together on it, and you can have a you know, uh, you know, a, a better story with her. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next character, Superman. I, I'll start on this. He he, he was better. <laughs> Superman was better to me. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> there was that one. It was one scene where he came into the battlefield. And he's just literally like laser beaming and punching Steppenwolf to the ground. And then the team is just looking at him like, yo, you good? And I was yo, like, he's not all there though, bro. He's not like, all there. And yeah. So I was like, are they teasing this right now? Like, are they really going to start playing with that? Where he's just like, he like, yo, this, you're, you're about to murder this guy. We understand we got to kill him, but yo, it was, I had the same reaction as that guy in the background of the Batman trailer when he was beating up the uh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. I was I was that guy in the background, like, yo, all right, all right, bro, all right, bro, yo, yo, he's down. So I thought they were going to play a little bit more in his darkness. I felt like, I mean, there wasn't a lot of Superman in there, but again, is I don't feel like we got enough Superman in this trilogy, so so to speak. So I thought it was it was better to let the rest of the team shine. So I was okay with this. The Superman fight was still great with uh, Superman versus the Justice League. I thought that was great. I'm glad they edited it to the point where Lois comes on her own instead of Batman calling her up. And they had it. They just played the movie like they had it. Josh Whedon was the oh, one yeah, that put that. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but, but that you know, trying to make the lowest is the key force in there, right? Because I kind uh. I hated the part where he was like, like, "Do you bleed?" I remember you said that. I was like, "Okay, we don't have to go there." <laughs> that was dumb in that movie, but all right. So again, yeah, I like Superman better. Uh, uh, Mister Amy. I loved it, and I once again I, I'm a little pissed off at Warner Brothers and, and and Josh Whedon because they didn't understand the importance of the black suit. Yeah, and they wanted the they wanted the uh the red and blue suit for Superman, where Zack Snyder wanted the, the black suit because the black suit is a Kryptonian healing suit. Yeah, so uh, they never explained that in the movie, but I'm saying 
but that's what it necessarily is. And for him to come back, he's going to need that to, uh, cause everybody was like, why is he still got it on? I'm like, well, he, he need it. But, uh, he's still not fully all the way there though, but they made him keep that blue on. They had to recolor it to black for, you know, the Snyder cut or the way he wanted it. I, I felt as though that that was very unfortunate because once again, that is the suits following the money and not following the vision. Yeah. And uh, the whole Superman. First of all, Superman is a complete badass. This is the Superman that people want. <clears throat> they don't want to admit it that they, that they want it. They want to make any excuse in the world. But he comes in there, said, "Well, here's the ass." He's just like not impressed, and just blows it, turns it to ice, breaks that jaw, and whoops his ass. And I'm like, uh, "Bro, question: How did he come yeah. back in the original? Oh, uh, the okay. same, the same way, but under different circumstances." He, okay. he he came back. He came back the same way. They took the whole thing with him and Alfred out. Yeah. Uh, it, which which I was like, well, that was you know dumb because he had the black suit on. But he took the whole thing out with him and Alfred. He basically talks to Lois. He's like, oh, I got my mama. I got Lois back. Let me go be Superman. And then he comes. And if you recognize, he comes and becomes the Superman that all the fans wanted. And I was like, this feels out of place. Mm-hmm. He comes and becomes that that that, that that's that's the problem. We just we just had a whole argument or debate earlier in the review talking about the BVS and talking about how Superman is portrayed. So they gave you the Superman that everybody says this is what Superman is supposed to be, and it fit right. He comes in there. Is this guy still bothering you? And I'm just like, oh, I hate mom's <laughs> apple pie heroes. I hate them. Cyclops, Leonardo, Superman. I they, they irked their life out of me. And, I'm, and he's sitting there just being all happy. And then, you know, uh, he, super, Cyborg, Superman, I need your help. He's just like, all right, we only, we only got one chance at this. And I'm like, oh, God, this is this is cringy to me. And I'm like, this is the Superman y'all want. Because, and then him holding the building, you know. <laughs> while oh, oh, yeah, sure, because, because, you know, because, you know, we when, you, when you're a Marvel director, we got to make sure we show somebody saving somebody. I'm like, my God, this is it's in the way. And this Superman, to the point, it's like, when he's this kind of Superman, when he has been Superman for a while, he's reserved. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when you have a threat on, on the side of stuff, even though I'm like, simple, Superman made him like a whole bitch. Both times, to be honest with you. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> both times, to be honest with you. But this one, it teased that thing like, yo, because when he does come back, and everybody here on this podcast read comics, when he does come back, He's not fully there, like right. in the head yet. Right. And I'm exactly. like, you got to illustrate that. But he comes back and he comes back like Christopher Reeve Superman. I'm like, God, this is corny. And to the point, like, is it colorful? Sure. But I'm just like, but 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 th- this man just comes back like to the point where there ain't nothing wrong with this guy. He just co- goes back and he just does all the corny crap that and he does. This one, I'm like, yo, they handled Steppenwolf the way they need to handle this guy. Kill him. Now, Superman didn't do the killing blow. Wonder Woman did. That's the warrior in her. Yeah, I, I was hoping they stuck with that because it kind of yeah. uh, plays back into the first movie. She's the one that ends the wars. It's exactly. That's why all that stuff. So I, I, I appreciated how Superman was portrayed in this movie. And, and still, him fighting just to get the memorial is still one of my favorite scenes in the whole right. thing when it comes to, you know, a Justice League movie. Right. The only thing I missed was uh, it was one part in the original where Steppenwolf was like, 
like flying in the air. Someone threw him, I think, and he was up in the air. And Superman just came down, punched him to the ground, and I was like, that was impactful. So I, mm-hmm. I, I missed that punch, but I was like, I, this was the, him looking like he's about to go dark. I was like, okay, because seeing that shot in the trailer looked menacing. I thought that was that shot was him fighting the Justice League, but seeing that on Steppenwolf and just everyone looking at him was like, yo, he ain't good. He is not good. I was like, okay, I like how they tease that. Um, lastly, I get oh, hold on, um, yeah, I the director about Superman. I'm so sorry, I thought I got you <laughs> this time. Fuck the director. <laughs> Fuck his input. Nah, um, I I thought Superman w- w- was cool. I. I like the black suit, but I know Zack Snyder didn't do it as a Kryptonian Hill suit. I just think Black Snyder thinks the suit looks cool because Superman, he never wanted Superman. He always wanted Batman. And I think that's Why so don't evident you in ever give this man no kind of credit? <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you know what? Everything no, you said no, on here no, is no, almost no, a director's no, decision. Nope. Let me tell you something. This is his, this is his movie. This is his four hour movie. <laughs> if he wanted to say that it was a Kryptonian Hill suit, he would have said it. Because it's his, he gave us enough slow mos. We had a slow mo of a, of of a sesame seed. You trying to tell me he can't hit Alfred? Al- oh, wearing black, Mister Mister Superman. And he's like, ah, oh, it's Kryptonian healing suit. I'm not at a hundred percent, but I'm close. And you know, boom. Oh, Kryptonian. Oh, it hits. No, Zack Snyder was like, black suits is cool. That's exactly so, why he's wearing think, it when he's like underneath the clothes. I think so. That's what is it? I just think it was just one of those things where it was just like. All right, Zach. Like, I'm glad some of your ideas didn't happen. I don't know. I think that was implied uh, when he was going through this. When he was going through the ship and all the. You know what? You don't need to. You don't need to imply. It was a choice. If it because because he could have just said it. He said he said it any other time. Like, how do we not need to imply? But you just said he got to take the outfit. If I was someone who didn't know anything about a Kryptonian healing suit, I would have no idea why Superman is wearing a black suit. I think he's wearing a black suit because he was just dead, and now he's not, so he's in mourning, or something like that, or he's like a darker Superman. He's evil Superman now. Like I just don't understand why he would be wearing that black suit. It wasn't like he went into the ship and the ship said, you know, put on the Kryptonian healing suit and it'll get you back to a hundred percent. Just say that. Say that then. Don't have us infer, and because he didn't infer with his four-hour superhero epic of his canceled movie, then that lets me know that he did not think it was a Kryptonian healing suit. He thought it was a cool black suit. That is really asinine to even come out with that comment. <laughs> that is really asinine to even come out with that comment. I mean, I, 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 I Dog, swear... If yeah, you're going to do it, not you do it. Fact, okay? If you're going to do it, do it in your four-hour movie. He so, shoved so, Martian Manhunter down our throat. Why don't you... Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. First of all, so why don't I hear any Josh Wheaton hate? Oh, why I destroyed Josh Wheaton okay, when... So look, Josh Wheaton gave so me the blue... You, you always be on the thing where it's like, if you criticize one person, your defense for criticizing that person is, why don't you hate this other person? If we were talking about something Josh Wheaton did... I was one who was tweeting out, I wonder how better Avengers 2 would have been if Josh Wheaton wasn't on it. Because apparently Josh Wheaton makes poor choices after I saw what he did with Justice League. At the same time, this is Zack Snyder's whole-ass vision. Zack Snyder's Justice League. If he wanted to tell us it was a Kryptonian healing suit, he would have told us. 
if you didn't read comics, if you didn't know why he was wearing a black suit, you, you would just think guy. this dude's wearing an edgy black suit. Oh Simple my god, that. that is so reaching right now. Thinking that they thinking that the average person knows what a Kryptonian healing suit is. For the average is person. I don't think yeah, I don't think that like, look at this old movie. This ain't for the average person. You don't give a shit if my mom or my or my wife understand this movie. It's for us that's on this podcast. You know what? And you, and you wanna did a bunch of stuff that he didn't have to do in a whole entire movie. We didn't need the flash scene, but he gave it to us. We didn't need Martian Manhunter, but he gave it to us. There was all these things that he wanted to do. If he wanted to say it was a Kryptonian healing suit, he would have just said it. Everybody who was talking about the Snyder Cut knew when they seen it in the trailer, when they seen the, the picture that leaked, they said, oh my God, Superman's in a black suit. They know what the black suit is. Now, so you, so you, you want to go and you want to do what Warner Brothers is doing. You want to go out here and you want to try to uh, play homage to the majority or the, the casual fan, that's what they did. So they gave you the blue and red happy go lucky mom's apple pie Superman, and he worked and then in again, the 17 movie. No one asked for the happy go lucky Superman, they just, people you liked, just said they no, did. People like Superman, they didn't like Superman killing, they like the man. So it's, it's kind of like have fun. But don't go too far. It's like dirty talk. You know when you're having dirty talk with your lady and you dirty talking and you dirty talking, you don't be like, Yeah, you dirty, filthy, slutty whore. You'd be like, Whoa, 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 that's too much. You went too far. It Him depends snapping on who you're the neck to. too far. <laughs> a little dirty talk. Oh, you was a dirty girl. You nasty. Oh, we like that. That's fun dirty talk. That's what it's talking about. When when it's not like and that's the problem with with like Zack Snyder and the WB. They both swing so hard. Like WB swings the overcorrect, and Zack Snyder just like wants to do weird shit. Like at one point he wanted to have Superman's main, no Batman's main intention to be like reserved about resurrecting Superman because he had fallen in love with Lois Lane, and WB was like, "No, Zack, you can't do that." And Zack was like, "But I want to." I heard. Yeah, it's weird. That's just a weird thing. Swag, swag. That's a that's a real thing, and it's just what I said about storyboards. That's remember I said there's one thing I did not like in the storyboards. Oh wow! That, okay, that's what I was talking about. So I'm just really saying, weird. like, that's so weird, and I I just feel like they both overswing, and it's nice when they can just meet in the middle, and you get the best of both worlds. I just think until someone proves me wrong, I just think if he wanted to say it was a Kryptonian healing suit or like indicate have it somewhere on the screen or something. I'm not saying you have to just shout out and yell and there's a battery pack on his dude. And it's like, I'm only 95% cheerio. No, you, just be like, it's a Kryptonian healing suit. A simple line. That's all I'm let asking. Me, now, let me ask I you a question. Now what? I didn't read or um, watch much like animated Superman stuff or read the comics on that. So I'm just finding out this is a Kryptonian healing suit. Thank you, I, because it's just a black now, suit. I thought he picked this because he wasn't all the way there. And then they displayed him not being all the way there. And I was like, that makes yeah. sense. That's where I took this from. That's why I'm saying they should they should they should have made it bigger. But I like, don't, this but, is part of his I don't healing. think that's needed to be said if I got this certain interpretation out of it. But you did <laughs> not get a Kryptonian healing suit. But it's like this. Okay, which way you do you got, want? He was angsty. Because, okay, look, you... you I got two things. One, you said if they was to prove you wrong, you know, say so you wait for them to prove you wrong. I'm saying it's a Kryptonian healing suit, but you know yourself, you're not going to allow them to prove you wrong. 
You don't want to be. He already wrong. had the chance to prove me wrong. This is his movie. I'm, I'm just saying. And, and, ch- and I'm just saying. And then now it's like, okay, Swag just say he didn't know it was a Kryptonian healing suit this whole time, but he figured out what the black suit meant to him. So in other words, he I'm not going not- to insult. Black, so, yo, he said that he did not know the Kryptonian healing suit. He just thought it was a personal choice. I just said that. I just he said not, he did not know it was a Kryptonian healing suit. I just but said he that. said it was Superman's personal choice to wear this outfit because he was not all there, which is the same thing I said earlier, which is like I thought he was wearing a black suit because he was mourning and he just and he was just dead, which makes you think it's a personal choice versus this is a choice that's going to fix me. It's Does not that it's, choice. It's, does it like a matter? difference in mindset? I think I think the choice does matter. I think the choice in, does matter a, a lot. Way. However, with that being said, I don't like I don't agree one hundred percent with you, uh, director saying this was like you know, he had to say this was a Kryptonian healing suit. I don't think he had to say it, but at least have it on the screen. Like they showed all these different suits. Maybe just have it somewhere where if someone wanted to like get an an an, an Easter egg. Or just underneath like, it, just say healing, Kryptonian healing. Like they're showing all the suits now that he, like he knows he's dead. He's reborn now. Like this is a new era. Look, even I would have took, I would have took that, and then just, just you know what I mean. Like I just thought, okay. I don't, I, I would, I, I would have took that. Like that should be explained because at the end of the day, like you don't want to over explain to the viewer. Because when you over explain, you get black BVS. Because it was cool. When you over-explain, you get BVS. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah, BVS was all like, oh, we, good thing all the co-workers are not doing overtime. I'm like, that shit ain't needed. Like, yeah, we... Again, that's that's another thing from them swinging so hard to correct something. But because you everyone just was said- upset because they were... I, again, everyone was upset because a man is still... It made it, it made Superman seem like he doesn't really save people. And he was just kind of recklessly, like, destroying towns, fighting people. And he told, like, one people to get out of their restaurant. But for the most part, he wasn't the Superman that was just like, let me get this out of the city type of thing. And so what Warner Brothers did was just made sure that you knew, like, Superman wasn't killing a bunch of people, like, indirectly. And again, they just overcorrect. They overcorrect. Zach goes all the way left. They go all the way right. Which way do you want it? So it's like, so which way, which way do you, he made a mistake. Okay, fine. Zack Snyder made the mistake. If you want to call it a mistake, it man is still, they fix it and you're still not happy. So what is it? I'm not, I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm just saying people oh my are unhappy about, about, about them saying like the building was empty. It's because they overcorrect things. You I was just, like, oh, okay. I see why they did that, but I don't, I don't care either way. I think they could have did it a different way, but it doesn't bother me. None. It, I didn't. I, I didn't really care too much when he was like when the whole city got wiped out. That's on some Godzilla shit. Like that's what happens when you deal with Superman. Like I just, I was, I was fine with that. My own, my main thing with the whole super thing was just him like snapping the neck. Like I just thought that was kind of wild. Just put him in the negative zone or something. So that, that, that's come, literally it. Were Were you mad at Superman too, with Christopher Reed? For, for wait, which one? Superman two, like that's the weird one that like doesn't count or something. No, There's, no, like, no, that's not no, that's the one that doesn't count because three and four don't count. I'm talking about this is what he is him and Zod is when him going against Zod. That's what Superman two is. Terrence, I don't know. I've Zod. never, I've never seen Superman two. You know he kills Zod. I, know, Man, I right? don't. I've never seen Superman two, but I know, also know at one point Superman reverse time. 
by spinning the earth backwards. So those movies are obviously untrustworthy. No, no, no. You know he killed Zod in the second one, right? You know he reversed time by spinning the earth That's the first one. I've seen all the Superman movies, unfortunately. I've seen all the Superman movies. (laughs) So I think it's safe to say like some wild stuff that happened in the 70s can stay in the 70s. I, I do believe I do believe from what people's from what people's perception of Superman was, I just think him snapping the neck and like the nature of it, like the way it went down, I just kind of feel like people were just like, well, that's so. That's what's the perception? You talking about what is the perception of Superman now? Superman where do, is where do Superman is people? all of Superman is humanity's hope. He is the he is he is the best of all of us. Okay. Now that that, that it's, it's, it's a good combo answer to the majority people who don't read comics like we do. What is the perception of Superman? Where do they get it from? He's Jesus. No, no. Where do they get it from? Seriously, the, where do they get they it get from? They get it from the TV, the cartoons, and the you books, just said the mythos. No, they, 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 casual fans don't read comics. I'm talking about the mythos is Christopher Reed. The mythos is the 1940s. The mythos is those uh I don't, I don't know if people hold if come they think on, man. Superman, I think I think because Superman is pop culture, but you just said they need to leave the seventies in the seventies. A certain generation would think of Christopher Reeves, but if you sh- if I showed if I was like, hey little kid, when you think of Superman, what do you think of? I'm probably thinking they would be talking about like the cartoons and shit. You know, but Superman, Superman is one of the he is his symbol is one of the most iconic symbols. Um, and it's most recognizable almost anywhere. I and I, I know it's very hard to make Superman movies, and I think Man is still. I actually like Man is still. I think it's a good movie. I liked it all the way up until the end, and I mean, up until that point, I just was like, "Damn, wouldn't have been my choice." But again, if we were get to, into like what I think the fault of this movie is, I think it's a. I think that's a Zack Snyder problem. I think that Zack Snyder just likes to like push certain boundaries. And sometimes it works well, and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, okay. So, Batman. Uh, I know that wasn't on the list, but uh, we literally went through the whole team, and I thought we should mention Batman. Um, Batman, I feel like nothing was really intensely added. They took out a lot of the jokes that Batman had. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we don't got stand-up Batman. I was like, oh, that bleed had to go. That bleed like, had to oh, go. Yeah. That um, whole rooftop yeah. scene was tragic in Justice League. That's a horrible way to set the movie. It is. Oh, and I was yeah. like, Josh, we need to get oh, off. Oh my of Joel god, Schumacher's that was bad. Dip. I forgot all about yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> what they smell? Fear. I, and I'm I like, forgot all about okay. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that was bad. Remember, the exploding paradigm is that showed the three boxes. Tell him about the, the the mother boxes. I'm like, uh, no. And in this way, he's like, yo, Diana, explain to me what these mother boxes are. Right. <laughs> yo, even even the way that they did that, just it just made, it just worked. Like, you didn't need a lot of it. It just, oh, where's where is she going? She's going at a gravesite. Where is it? Just shut up. She's going to a gravesite and checking out some shit. And then you were there. You were like, oh, okay, cool. She got the torch, torch thing work. Oh, okay. So she's finding out the information. Oh, that's what's going on. Boom. Easy as that. Like, the, like, the the choices that you make make movies better or worse, and I just feel like strange choices were made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much Batman. So let's talk about the weed and cuts. I know, Mister Andy, you had I, did you said you had a list of the weed and cuts? 
I do we, have we some. Went through it, but uh... I, I, I mean, we we kind of did. You know, I, I'll just take this time to just really this that I I'm really upset of the choices that Josh Whedon did. I really look back at it, and, and you know, I know that the director does not like or, or doesn't watch a lot of Grace Randolph, but she made a good point. And I do watch a lot of Grace Randolph. You just you just told me at the beginning you don't watch her any of her reviews at all. No, I said I don't watch her reviews, but I love yeah, her movie like math. movie math yeah. and her and her lives. I watch her almost yeah. every day. I, I don't. I watch don't watch her movie either. reviews because we she has horrible taste in movies. Um, like the movies that she hates, I I end up being like that yeah, wasn't that bad. And the things that she'd be like, this is so good. So when I saw her, did not just say that at the yeah, beginning about me. I was there with you. I said the same thing. I was like, I don't watch her reviews, but I do well, watch her movie math and I and her other her other videos. She she brought a point that um, I didn't realize until I watched it the second time. How Josh Wheaton cut out a lot of characters of color in this movie. I didn't know and, until now. <laughs> and then I was just like, did he? And I went back and watched it. And I was just like, you know, yeah, when it came almost every character of color, it's like there was, it, he was, he was, a, he was, a, he was a, an executioner. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not sitting here and there has been no reports of Josh Wynn coming out as a racist or anything like that. I'm just saying it's just an obvious thing. Like, even at the beginning when the Amazons are seeing the Wicked Mother box, you have that black Amazon. First I forgot all, what her name was. I'm so glad because I was like, please don't die first. Yeah, I was please no, but I would say but she's the one, like, it's rare to go up to them. They right. cut out, you know, Dr. Dr. Chow, who's going to be supposed to be the Adam. Yes, Star I, I, I was going to bring that up later, but um, yeah. yes, I, I, I that was great, great, great foreshadowing on his part. Exactly, they uh cut out you know a lot of the cyborg and Silas Young cut out cyborg's mom, uh, Martian Manhunter. They cut out Martian. They cut out Martian. I, 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 I know people may sit there and say Martian Manhunter wasn't really needed, yeah. and I mean in, in reality he kind of really wasn't needed. But however, mm-hmm. it was cool to see him. In yeah. the first place, um, was real, it cool to see him? Real, real quick on Mister. Uh, was Martin it cool? Manhunter, real quick on him. He's not. The he most, He's not the most attractive looking thing. But god damn, I, I kind of jumped he when I saw. Looked <laughs> awful. Let me I tell you like, something. He did not look. He looked he bad. Look, you know it's bad I when the like, CW yo. Martian Manhunter looks better. The CW Martian Manhunter looks so much. I, I keep looking at this dude's face. And I'm like, first of all, if you can't afford it, don't do it. Simple as that. The CG was that was the that was the worst CG in the whole movie, and you can just tell it was tacked on. It was so unnecessary. We didn't need that. But however, they uh, you know, cut, cut out a lot of uh parts involving a lot of people of color, yeah. from, from all different kinds of color out the movie. And I was just like, that was just a great, you know, uh thing to pick up because I, I didn't pick up the first time I watched it. I, like I said, I watched the Wheaton version and the Snyder Cut back to back and I really wasn't paying attention to it. And just like the things of like when Super, I like how what Zack Snyder does at the beginning of BVS it's the end of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So we see what, what the vision from the ground is. Then at the end of uh, at the beginning of Justice League it's the end of BVS and it makes sense that when the Kryptonian get, gets killed and he awakens the mother boxes, and it's like free game to come to Earth and get these mother boxes. Right. Because the strongest person on Earth is gone. And I'm like, that scene meant more 
than the whole rooftop scene that we got in the Wheaton cut. Mm-hmm. You know, and those those things that you know about Lois being pregnant, you know, saying they cut that out of the wheat of the weed cut also because this is all the foreshadowing of what was in the future of what Zack Snyder had planned yeah. uh, for, for, for Justice League, and a lot of things to you know when I looking back when I was like there really was it felt like there was no respect here, mm-hmm. and I once again I, I I didn't like the machine, you know. Like Warner Brothers, you know, who reacts a lot because they want something to be like Marvel. And for us fans, DC does not have to be Marvel. And DC was taking a lot of risk that Marvel took. They polished up the risk a little bit. And there's it's like and it worked and ended up working for them, but they get the credit for it. And I'm like, there is because you know everybody was like, yo, I'm tired of a big bad guy just coming and want to destroy the world. I'm just like, that's been Dark Side's motive since forever right you know what i'm saying and, and i was like it's dark side okay let, let, let's not act like thanos ain't have a he, he they made him have a motive in this movie this man wanted to impress death in the combos and so it's all it was i mean it's just a big bad just doing big bad shit and uh you know like i said apocalypse had the world that he i mean not, not apocalypse uh, dark side had a world that he couldn't conquer that he he wants to conquer that he and they made i like that foreshadowing, you know, for him that we never got in. We is that he'll only, he for Dark Side was only mentioned once by Steppenwolf in that Wheaton version. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just didn't like how Marvel heavy it felt because everything doesn't have to be like that. Everything doesn't sell like that to me. And I truly think that people aren't honest with themselves. People don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. And it's like, okay, they want it to be this way. They give it to you this way. You don't like it this way. You can say it could be this way. Look, I could be honest with myself, okay? Uh, <clears throat> I was, it was, you know, me and Swag were like the only ones on the BVS train. And because he came over to my house with the new BVS. He said, like, I downloaded it. We got to check it out. We watched the whole three hours at my house. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I and I was I like, and I, and I was like, yo, this is dope, but we was in the minority about that. And, and to be honest with you, it don't feel good to be in the minority. We was being attacked, like we being attacked for nothing. I'm like, it don't feel. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's cool. You know what? Not nah, we. We was we survived that. We survived sucker. I mean, uh, cyberpunk. We, you know what? Yeah, was, you know, we I did. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say like, 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 like we, we made some tough decisions to the point where, but as a human being. It don't feel good to be part of the minority. You always want to be part of the majority. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you, I, I try to find things. I, I was seriously trying to find things wrong with BVS to the point I was like, I, other than Lex Luthor, I couldn't stand him. But, you know, and Doomsday. But other than that, I was like, I really, I'm not having the problems that everybody is speaking about. So I just need to embrace what I like and just go on with it. But a lot of people can't do that. And I'm like, everybody, I've seen everybody, I've seen so many people I watch for reviews and things like that, praising the, the Snyder Cut. But I'm like, y'all must have forgot what y'all recorded in 2017. Right. You know, so y'all must have forgot how y'all recorded. Because if BVS didn't have the same reaction and we got the Snyder Cut, whether it would have been three hours or a lot of stuff been cut out or whatever the case may be, they probably still wouldn't have liked it. it it's just... After Superman broke Zod's neck, that was the downfall for DC. Everybody just did not like that whole story change that they made. Mm -hmm. 
or that, that whole, you know, iconic change they made. But here's the thing, people, you need to calm down. These people ain't real. These are fictional characters. It ain't like it, it, it ain't like Michael X went to go broke somebody's neck. <laughs> or Martin Luther King came out to, you know what I'm saying, beat the Klan's ass. They didn't make those kind of changes to the story. They was like, yo, that did not happen. Michael would pissed. actually do that. <laughs> he, he probably would have. He probably would have. So, so you gotta think though, right? Like people have been waiting for the Holy Trinity to be on screen forever, and Marvel did it first, which is wild. Because if you know anything about cinema, you know DC was holding it down way before Marvel, because Marvel couldn't put a movie together to save their life before Iron Man. So, like, for for Marvel to put together, like, to put up their to put up their big group first, and to have all the success, and people are just like, the Holy Trinity is such a layup. And I, I don't know. I agree with you a little bit. Like, I feel like BVS definitely put planted the seeds for deceit, and then I think the Justice League move, well, actually Suicide Squad was just also like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then once we got the Justice League, just getting to Justice League and how WB, again, they just swing so hard. You know, it went from two movies to one movie to being unwatchable. And you know what I mean? Like, they, ugh. I just think that they would have just, if this movie would have been the movie that they would have just believed in, like, fuck it. If you want to go to the Clown Factory, go to the Clown Factory. If you want to believe in Zack Snyder, go all the way in. Put this crazy-ass movie in the theaters and see what happens. But uh, nah, what uh, would have happened? Was that, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna hop on into the next topic, but if you want to ask your question, you could. No, I was uh, gonna talk about dark side. Oh yeah, no, no problem. I, I'll just make this real quick. I agree with you, and let's see what happened. But what, what? Once again, it wouldn't have mattered because when you people is already forced to hate something, whether they like it or not, nobody by human nature wants to be the minority. That's not true. I think if it, I think if it would have hit it would have redeemed itself. Because I think people wanted to shit on Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman hit, and it was good. And I think people wanted to shit on Aquaman Aquaman hit. So I think people want them to succeed. It's just like Justice League didn't hit, and BVS definitely didn't hit the way people wanted to. It was just so jarring. Mm. Uh, But yeah, on to Dark Side. Um, I'll start with Mr. O'Neill, how you felt about him. You know, I was scared for Dark Side, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was seeing it with the trails, I was just like, oh, this is Smallville territory to me. Slowly. Because, you know, but when I seen him in the movie, in action, uh, especially with the whole Great War stuff that they had when he was fighting, you know, literally everybody on Earth that came together to, to face Dark Side. And when I see him at the end with Granny Goodness and Decide, which I never thought I'll see on on a, a a movie screen ever, I enjoyed all that. I was like, I don't know why the trailers look different to me, but when I was watching it in the movie, I was just like, damn, that's Dark Side. Mm-hmm. And you know, just and I, I enjoyed the presence. I just enjoyed everything about him. And I I, I don't say in the movie he looked good. I ain't I, I wasn't I was still iffy on trailers, but with seeing him in action in the movie was good. He he had that presence. He had that intimidation. I, I felt what he said. First of all, Steppenwolf's head coming through the uh, boom tooth, and he just stepping on it, crushing it. Like that was a cool scene. Yeah, I was like, oh, he did. But it it, it had it had that. Remember at Age of Ultron, which is probably one of the best parts of the movie, where Daniel said, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Mm-hmm. You got that. <laughs> That's like, what you got out of it. Is it's like you felt like oh shit. Like, 
fancy fucking around no more. Right. When when Dark Side and then when the side asked him, you know, saying like, damn, they they kind of like created the new guys, like they are unstoppable team. What are we gonna do? He said, well, we're gonna go back to the old ways. Like, oh, okay, don't fuck with this guy. He, he uh, he's uh, something serious right now, and y'all better prepare for when Dark Side can serve. And I like how they build up to Dark Side. It wasn't that we seen him in the trailer because it's marketing. Everybody wanted to see Dark Side. Everybody wanted to see what it looked like so it could help sell the movie. It's marketing. And you know, once again, you scared again. It's, it's how it is. But they the, if you if this was released in the theater, or you know, you know, they weren't too scared about marketing, the way they built a dark side away, it's just a name here, then an image on the wall. And then Stephen will talk about it. You like, oh man, are we really gonna see Dark Side? And then you see him on the throne, like, oh shit. And then and then to see him uh, him deciding Granny Goodness staring down at Justice League through the boom tube. I was like, "Oh my God, we just saw Dark Side." That's what the reaction I would have had, and it kind of sucks that we didn't get the chance to get that reaction because of how the events of this all played out. Mm-hmm. But seeing him, I want to see more of him. I want to, I want to see more of him. So I, I really enjoyed him. Um, with my my experience with Dark Side. I'm a little upset with the trailers because I felt like I was sold onto something. Again, it is marketing, and I understand why they had to put him in the uh, trailers. But I didn't think he needed his own single trailer for him to not be in the movie. I felt like I was sold on something that wasn't there, and I was in. I was talking to someone about it, and he was, and they were like, "Well, you wasn't like that with Mephisto." I was like, "Well, Mephisto wasn't advertised in Wandavision." Definitely the reason, wasn't the reason why we thought he was going to be there is because we kept watching YouTube videos and they kept plaguing our minds, and we were wrong. That's why, <laughs> where I had a full trailer that said the Dark Side Justice League trailer, I expected him to be on this movie. But okay, another gripe for this movie: why was it in square aspect ratio? I, I was annoyed with that. I wasn't annoyed. Yeah, that's um, that's that, four by that was a choice. That's four by three, so it's a yeah, four it, by it's, three. It's, yeah, it's a version of it's a version IMAX. of IMAX. Okay, gotcha. I, I was very lost yeah. on that it's I the reverse that just... of the letter bar of okay. of like the letter box. Gotcha. I was a little lost on that because I'm like, I thought they were just doing that just to put it on social media because I know a lot of social media are the square aspect ratio for the trailers, and then I saw the movie. I was like, why is this full screen not covered? But, okay. Yeah, that's one of those goofy things because if if it was up to him too, the, the movie would have been in black and white. Okay, that would have been weird. Okay. And, <laughs> well, I mean, they, we'll, we'll get to the, the reasoning. Yeah, the reasonings gonna... was because he only version he had of the film of that of that version of the film wasn't black and white because it wasn't color corrected and stuff. Okay, so to him it was like a memory thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean. I feel like we could have got more dark side, but I understand why we didn't. I was, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am a bit disappointed that we didn't get more of him because I felt like we were sold to get more of him in this film. Uh, the director. Yeah. Dark side is cool. Um, I really wasn't, I was nervous too. He looked those, those, those pictures look, look very sus, but <laughs> it works better in motion. Like I, I wasn't mad at it. Like they, he looked smaller when he was younger and he looked more menacing and bigger when he was older and it worked. Um, I think that it was kind of confusing when um, it was like he came to earth, but didn't know 
to come back to Earth or something. I don't know. Like that whole part was kind of confusing, well, and I, mean, I he think got his ass beat so bad that you forget what planet you peed on. Yeah, but he's killed so many planets. You think you would come back to the spot that like gave you the L? Like I mean, that track record. You know the one, the <laughs> one that. <laughs> no, like there is no getting scared. Like the one that got away, you would come back and annihilate it. Like that's what. Yeah, I, I that's mean, conquest people first, bro. Because he he passed. I don't out. know if it was training. I just think. I just think it was a. I think it was. I think it was a. Um. I think it was a hole in the plot. <laughs> I think that simply was was. I don't think they. I don't, I don't think they thought about it. I don't think it was something that they was like really like putting together on like the little corkboard. Um. When they was mapping this movie out, I just think it was one of the things like, oh well, he just comes back when Stephen Wolf basically tells him to or whatever. No, I um, actually took it in a different way. I got it that um. Like, he was trying to, he didn't know which planet, but he wasn't going to go back because he got his ass whooped so bad. So, let me say. If you take it that way, then that is not, that is not how dark, how dark side operates. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a huge DC person, so I totally understand. I know, but you guys think, so like, if dark side is the equivalent of Thanos, you think he would stay away from a place because he got a, he, he took a L? Like, no, he would come back. I mean, well, one of the reasons why Dark Side didn't came back is kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like because he could he didn't find he wanted to find the anti life equation, so they, he now knows that is on Earth. So now his thing is now since he found uh, uh, Sephiroth found out that that thing is on Earth, they're going to go back to Earth, and he he did say we're going to do the old ways. The old ways was going to conquer the Earth, not trying to do it this stealthy way. Mm-hmm. So you know, say so in a way he does. He, he does say that you know, hey, look, we're going to do it the old way. That I'm not necessarily scared to get my ass kicked. So that's not necessarily uh, you're wrong or or the director's wrong. It's not really a, a plot hole. It, it, it's been said. You want things to be said. It's been said. That's how he's. That's how he's going to come back. Right. But it wasn't going to be because it's mean, like I definitely think it's a little bit of a plot hole, especially with the anti life equation being carved into like the Earth's core. Like that, they just kind of they just kind of threw that together. Because like, what? It was just kind of it was kind of like tacked on, like, like oh, don't worry, he'll be back. The anti life equation. So part of the earth, he needs the whole earth for it. So I, I'm lost. Of what, of what, of what you're trying to say that you you know should have happened? I'm not. I would probably just would have not said nothing about the anti life equation, personally. And I would have just, I just wouldn't have said anything about it. I don't know. Like that, that wouldn't have been my, that wouldn't have been my motive. I feel like the mother boxes were probably enough. I think so too. I think, I think, I think him getting disrespected because he's about to come over there and and like do his thing, and then they kick his head through. I, if it would have been like he would have been like, oh, a challenge, we'll do it the old way. Like we're coming back. Like, but they threw in the anti life equation, and I, and again, I just think that because he wanted to get to that nightmare world. And that was like a fast way to do it, you know? And it was just like, all right. Like, it seems like Zack Snyder wanted to make like seven Justice League series into like a handful of movies. Like, give that man a series of Justice League. And like, I don't know, we can't do it. But it seemed like that's what he really wanted to do. Because he was just like doing things. Right. Uh, one of the coolest things, uh, the coolest shots. Oh wait, one more thing though. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been kind of fun. We did get a four dark side, but if we would have got a dark side, is that would have been dope 
to me as like a little nerdy dude, I would have been like, ha ha, <laughs> appreciate it. So oh, one of those that? dark side is would it would have been dope. Could you explain that? I don't. Uh... Dark side is. Yeah. It's kind of like a saying, like that they have, like dark side is. It's kind of like when you're when you're being. I don't know, like not taken over by dark side, but just understanding like dark side is the fucking man. It's okay. like dark side is. It's kind of like this. It was a whole thing with the whole Mister 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 Miracle Run, and it kind of expanded a little bit more into there where dark side is. Is is kind of a thing that they do with Dark Side. Dark oh, Side is. Gotcha. I mean, I felt as though the way that they were trying to go is that we would have we would have probably got that in the second one when he puts his hand on Superman's shoulder, and I could see Superman saying Dark Side is. That would have been dope. However, yeah, if we can cool. get whenever we want to talk about that, I have so many feelings. Okay. About um, that whole scenario. <laughs> We're actually going to get to that in a moment. Oh, man, actually, that's the next point. Um, what I wanted to say was the one shot where the Justice League is looking through him through the uh, the the portal. I thought that was a cool, like, yeah, try something now. And he's just looking at him. <laughs> I thought that was a cool moment. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but the nightmare scene. Let's talk about that. The nightmare scene, which was the last 20 minutes of the movie. Um, before that, I felt like the last 20 minute, uh like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. The epilogue did not need to be that long. I Get rid of that thing. Good it Lord. did not need to be that long. And it was it felt like a, it felt like 20 minutes of a uh comp, of post-credit compilations. If if Warner Brothers would have released this movie in the movie theater without the epilogue, right? And took out some of those unnecessary slow motion shots, <laughs> we could have easily have had a two and a half, three hour movie. That could have easily been on the screen. Yeah, I mean the rated R thing. That that's kind of a stretch, but yeah, you know they, it definitely could have worked. They, yeah, all I know is they dropped two f bombs, and I was like, oh, that's it, it, the rated it, R. I appreciated the rated R because, like, fuck it, go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? But I was like, there's no way that this movie would have ever made it to any theater being four hours long and rated R. Like insanity. It wasn't going to be four hours long. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, his, like <laughs> this vision, like this is what he presented to WB, and that's why they were like, "Yo, you need to make this movie into 90 minutes." And like, so like originally it was supposed to be two films, and then it went from two films to like one film. And originally, I think it was supposed to be like a crazy long film, like a three hour film. And they were just like, "Yeah, no, we need this thing to be 90 minutes," and also brighten up the colors. So like Zach was able to get his muted colors back, and again, I think this movie plays out really well. Yeah, just get rid of that epilogue, get rid of a lot of that unnecessary slow motion. Some of that could have been trimmed, and you have a perfectly fine Justice League movie that would a make me appreciate BVS just a little bit more, and b get me super excited for what's to come down the line, even if it looks like insanity. What's wrong with insanity? What the, the the nature of insanity is? What's wrong with insanity? <laughs> it is the lack of saneness. <laughs> Look at the stuff that happened in Endgame or Infinity War. That was insane as well, too. No, that was all calculated. You knew everybody was coming back. Like there was no real risk there. It was it was a two part movie. It was a four hour. Technically, it's a five hour movie. Like oh, they oh, knew it, what they was they knew what they was doing with no that. No risk. Was, it wasn't I like, know. You know what I'm saying? Because doesn't that make Marvel great? No risk at all. 
There was there was no they they took no real risk in that in that scenario when they dusted everyone and like my mom was like oh my god they killed Spider Man and Black Panther I'm like mom they're totally going to come back <laughs> and she's like they are and I was like yes are you kidding me they have more franchises to do yeah this, this they're they're going to bring them back it's going to unblip everybody and sure enough what do you get an unblip and a sacrifice it just makes that's just that's, that's just logical again just show up. But does it make it great? Does it make it great? I mean, great is subjective. Why make it great when you can make it profitable? (laughs) Here we go. All right. uh, The nightmare scenes. Um, Now, uh, I feel like you have this all in your notes, Mr. A&E. I feel like you you picked apart that thing like 18 times. So I'll let you take the microphone for this. Well, well, I'm going to start by saying this. I agree. The epilogue wasn't needed. But it was one of the things where that like he was saying in an interview, the fans asked for the movie, so I just gave him everything I had. So but he just mm. put ev- everything that he had and put it all in this one movie. And it's it, it put because what, what what y'all gonna re- wait for? The um the Blu-ray release, which nobody was like, well, it's on HBO Max, why well, get the Blu-ray? I'll put an epilogue on it, just tack everything on. Maybe so, in the Blu-ray, I'll say it's a Kryptonian healing suit. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the epilogue because we got a lot of injustice references in, in, in the thing. And I, I enjoyed that they had, because the answer of Lois is the key it's still not answered how Josh Whedon kind of forced it in there. And I enjoyed, you know, seeing, we, we, you know, kind of like how the Injustice comics were, where you had the good guys coming and working with the bad guys also. Deathstroke was there. Mira was there. Batman was there. Cyborg and Flash. And I was just like, okay, this reminds me a lot of what's going on in Injustice. And like I said, I didn't mind Cyborg at the end, you know, uh, of, you know, how you look, but then they had Flash and half his little, you know, speedster, you know, saying uh, tre- treadmill suit on uh, type of thing, which he's going to use to go back in time, because that's the suit he was wearing when he went back in time in BVS. Mm. So, uh, I, like I said, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it, it didn't need to be there. I'll be honest with you. It didn't need to be, it didn't need to be there, but just to see uh, them, uh, them doing it, and of course, they, they wanted to show Jerry Little's Joker, and when it comes to Jerry Little's Joker, I mean, to the point where it's like, I it's not going to be anything to me unless I see it in a full movie. But once again, it, it didn't suck, but it wasn't. It ain't like I'm sitting there praising it like Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix Joker. It's just a. Uh, it's just I don't know something about Jared Little that's not ringing with me. I guess that's just probably you know just me me personally. I mean I appreciate that that they, they cleaned up his look, but you know it was more so about the dialogue. When it came to what him and, and Batman was talking about and alluding to, you know, what is to come, and you know, uh, when Superman comes, stuff like that. There's more to look in, into into that scene, but I thought, that, you know, the transparency between both of them uh, really worked. And like I said, it, it, they came back and reshot that whole scene, obviously. And it that epilogue right there made me want to know. I got to see what's going to happen next because. That epilogue, even though it wasn't even a movie, that's what's going to make people say, look, let's see Injustice. Mm. 
Because Injustice, to me, is a better Civil War. And you can't stop Superman. But Batman always finds a, a, a way around it, just like he did in, in Injustice. So I'm saying, so I would like to see that kind of story of burnt up Lois Lane. And I mean, you don't have to do the the Bruce Wayne, Lois Lane baby shit. You don't have to do all that. You can't change that stuff around. But, to, you know, to finish out the story, because right now, the story, whether we like it or not, is going down the Marvel path. And I'm like, why not just go? Why not just do what y'all want to do? You don't have to be Marvel. Aquaman is cool. One Woman eighty four went to Marvel, and look what happened. It didn't work out well. And then you know, I like Shazam. There, there is some things that could be better with Shazam, but I like Shazam. Can't wait till we see Black Adam. You know what? That wasn't coming. But I'm glad he's <laughs> you talking about Shazam. Yeah. So, so you know, I'm, so I'm, I'm glad they can rename Shazam. Shazadam. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go on the record right now and say that I actually do think the Black Adam movie is going to happen Get because Black fuck. Adam joint. Wait, you listen. Know, I thought you were on the record, so I'm sorry. I no, thought, I'm, not, I'm not apologizing. But no, listen. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And this is and, and this is 100 why. First of all, they oh they they God. put they they put Black Adam on the Justice League pretty recently, so he's like on the Justice League as the hero, and they changed his name to. Shazadam. And I was just like, okay, so there's a pretty big chance because now they're trying to make Black Adam a superhero to match with what The Rock demanded. So I actually think, who knows, we actually might get this thing where before I really didn't believe in it. But they're actually pushing him in the front and he's a huge part of DC's new, um, what is that, Infinity Front Frontier movement that they got going on. The, um, he was a part of Future State. Like his whole situation had, to, he was going to be like the savior of that. Yeah, man, I, I, I think it's probably going to happen. Shazam is happening, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So the nightmare scene. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm not even. I, I feel you like breathing through your teeth right now. <laughs> I'm about to say, you know what? I'm not even going to entertain you, this right you now. Braces from all that grinding you just did. I'm about to say, oh, you, you ain't lying, bro. <laughs> I need him on the back too. It just, I can't. I, I just, I, you know, say, I, like, like my wife would say, I just can't. You know, but, I'm just that's my, that's my feeling on 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 the nightmare scene. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Right now, um, I thought it was look again. I don't think it was needed. Was it cool? <laughs> yes, I actually liked the whole Joker. I think that Joker was much better portrayed than what we saw in Suicide Squad. I agree, way better. And if Jared Little had had what he wanted in um, Suicide Squad, I feel like we could have got what we saw because that was like that was a great conversation that him and Batman had. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, with the nightmare scene, I was like, okay, cool. But it kind of like, it was kind of bittersweet because it's like, I don't think this is going anywhere because they already said the Josh Whedon Justice League is canon. But, you know, WB changed their minds a lot. So we could expect something. Um, Director, I'm not sure if you has anything to say about the nightmare. Yeah. um, I think, well, I, 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 this is basically piggybacking off of what everyone else has been saying. It, it, it was cool. It looks cool. Completely unnecessary. And I think, I, I honestly think that Zack Snyder's obsession with injustice is like the reason why BVS 
and Justice League ended up the way that it did. Like he wanted to tell that story so bad. And I just kind of feel like I would have liked to see it. He should have just did it. I know it wasn't up to him. Like WB, if you're going to put all of your eggs in this basket, then you should go the full journey and like go crazy. Like see what happens when Superman kills like a whole world and shit. You know, and then there's time travel, and then the shit's undone. And you know, like I'm breaking a neck, though. (laughs) You know what? If you're going to break the neck, then like go all the way in. And again, like I don't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it. But you know what? At the same time, it wasn't like I didn't see BVS on opening night on a Thursday at like ten. It wasn't like I saw that was like I'm never watching another movie again. I was just like I didn't like that part. That part kind of sucked. I'm still with your movie. I still think BVS is a good movie. I think it's the best Superman movie like we'll ever get again. Because I don't know what they're doing in the future. You said BVS or Man of Steel? My my bad, Man of Steel. I'm about to say because okay, yeah, I was like uh, BVS. My bad, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, in my opinion. I, I definitely think Man of Steel was. I think Man of Steel is still one of my favorite DCEU films. That was the. That I thought was it was the, hitting on. Yeah. Every cylinder. I just thought that one part was. It was very Dragon Ball-y. That I loved was, it. Yeah. I loved it, though. That should like... I loved that's it. That's what Dragon Ball should be if they make a live action. I personally hate the save a cat out of a tree Superman. I want to see a Superman... Like, when when Superman gets physical in this film, I love that, John. I think it's great. I think, I think it's great TV. You know, I just think Superman as the villain... Like, I understand why you want to do it. I just... Then, then just, like, just do it. Like, don't tease it. And don't mess up your other movies because you're, like, seeing if it works. Like, go in. Don't put the tip. Go balls deep. You know what I mean? And I feel like just from, like, just tipping around with it and kind of, like, morphing Superman into, like, kind of like a a sad weirdo in a way with, like, BVS and whatnot. Like, I just kind of feel like you wanted him to be – you wanted him to break bad. Just make him break bad. He doesn't need Dark Side to do it. Just do it. You know? Uh, I kind of feel like a hypocrite. Because I said uh, when the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game uh, trailer came and we out, should be honest. and I was like, "Dude, I'm tired of seeing evil Superman. Like, why is that the route we always got to go?" But for here, I was like, "I want to see it because I, it's because I care about this universe." I was like, you know, you know why? Because it's like it's the only way to make Superman super interesting because he is so powerful. And, like, so, like, a lot of people want to see him break bad or they want to see him, like, strip down. But, again, I think there's a way to tell Superman stories and still have him be a walking god. Um, but still, like, be connected to humanity and also be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Kryptonite comes through, my man is kind of bitch-made. So, like, there is different ways to, like, do it. I just think people just don't know how to do it. Zack Snyder definitely got the closest. But then once he got a whiff of Batman, he was just like, fuck Superman. Like he really wanted, he just really wanted to make a Batman movie. Like they should have just gave Batman to Zack Snyder. I think that's what he really wanted to do. Um, now I would say, well, oh, you sound like you're about to go. Well, I, I was about to say, well, wh- where would you rank this in your DCEU films? This, um, probably me. like it's definitely in the top five for sure. For me, hundred percent, yeah. There'll probably be something like, I mean, if I was just to go ignorantly off top, um, Man of Steel would... Mm, Man of Steel is up there. 
I would say Shazam in no particular order. It'd be Man of Steel, Shazam, uh, Aquaman, um, Wonder Woman, and this. I would have to get back to you on that. Uh, gotcha. Um, now, the storyboards. And then we're going to hop on the future of DC. Which we did touch on, but just to be a little bit more prominent. Now, oh. I have no idea what the storyboards were. You definitely had something. Like, you said the Batman Lois Lane love story. Yeah, that's the, that's the that one thing. That got taken out. Did, yeah, well, I mean, it got taken out now. I'm saying that that's the yeah. one thing about the storyboards that Zack Snyder had that he wanted to do that I just say wasn't agree, you know, agree with. Because me personally, you don't take Lois from Clark. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, say that, that, that's, that's not me. in that way. That, that that would definitely be a weird way to do it. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I, it's it, 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 to, to me, it's not needed. But what, what about the storyboards? It, it was going into. What necessarily, you know, this whole plan for the DCEU was going to be, and I, I, I thought it was a, it was actually very creative uh, on on what they were trying to do because not only were they trying to, because it was about a, like a three part Justice League thing, and they was going to bring in the whole the whole post credit scene about uh, Lex Luthor and Destro was to was to because Destro was supposed to be in the next Ben Affleck directed Batman movie. Sad you know, and that got canceled, which I'm upset about. They got upset because the fans did it. That's why I've been after one. You know, that's part of the reason why you know everybody kept asking him about Batman, and then once again, everybody kept saying this suck. Like that's hard on the actor. Yeah. So you know, but once again, we, we're never satisfied. Uh, that was supposed to be the thing, and then when it came to Aquaman, and when it came to Wonder Woman, and Cyborg, and the Green Lantern, of course, like that, we were supposed to get a villain. In Flash, you're supposed to get a villain from like Captain Cole, uh, the Riddler, along with uh, Destro, Ocean Master. Uh, I, uh, I forgot some uh, who was they were probably gonna bring from Wonder Woman, but they, they were going to bring all these villains together to create the Injustice League, but like they didn't, you know, Alex Ross's version for the for the second uh, version of the movie as Superman. Loses his loses damn mind, then we get the whole thing of Superman going for Dark Side. Then the whole thing at the end uh, for the third movie was this culmination was that if we you know having kind of like how in the Great War we had the Atlanteans and the Amazons and the Green Lantern Corps and the and and, and all the humans fighting against Dark Side's army. Mm-hmm. That's what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be the new wave of everybody coming together again. Thousands and thousands of years later, from humans to Atlanteans to Green Lantern Corps, but everybody's supposed to be established already to come together to fight the bigger threat of Darkseid. Okay. Uh, for the third movie, so it's kind of like how in Endgame everybody came back mm-hmm. to fight off Thanos' army. Well, how you know they they had the storyboard of basically everybody coming back together. You know, like like it was in the Great War this time to come back and all the and all the the old guys and the new guys stuff like that to come and to have this big final epic showdown with Darkseid by the third movie. Gotcha, gotcha. That would have been cool yeah. to see. Um, I, again, I feel like WB will change their mind eventually and try to put this out in some sort of way. I mean, I, I I agree. I agree too. I mean, I hope they do because, like I said, the the money talks and uh, 
they're not going to want it because right now this is what the fans want mm-hmm. and they're reactionary. And right now they're, they're, they're not going to sit there about like this. Well, we're going to say Zack Snyder's thing is you have to say it's not canon right now. Right. Because everybody going to be, you know, be, be theory making stuff like that. But right now when it comes to either the flashpoint movie or whatever, the next DC movie is supposed to be coming out. Part of this universe is automatically going to be played and tagged with justice league because I don't want to see them do another five or 10 years to create another Justice League. Right. I'm sold on the one that we have. Mm-hmm. And, and and right now, if, like I said, uh, they talk about these reboots, stuff like that, I can see Warner Bros. being in a meeting and be like, look, we already have something here. We actually indirectly, by fate, which was no plan of our own, create our own cinematic universe. And we just went to, you know, it, it it was rough, but right now we actually have something. So right now, instead of trying to recast everybody, and then you got to rebuild everybody. And then once again, they ain't got that kind of patience. Mm-hmm. Marvel's already, what, 20-something movies deep already, and, and, and they, they got TV shows, stuff like that. I think they want to start moving in that direction because right now, that will help out HBO Max. So if they say, look, why don't we Give Zack Snyder a TV show. Why don't we do a Justice League TV show? Why don't we do uh, a different TV show that ex- you know explores more cyber? Or why don't we do a Green Lantern Corps TV show to help compete? Because it's all competition, right? It's all competition, and you got to help sell HBO Max. And right now, the Snyder Cut, like the director was saying, is right. That was one of the only things HBO Max did that was trending. And believe it or not, Tom and Jerry helped them make a lot of money. Also, and I was like, why? I didn't really like Tom and Jerry like that, but. Hell, a lot of people obviously watched it and did, and it kind of helped out. I think Godzilla versus King Kong is going to help. I think Space Jam is going to help. That's going to, you know, uh, especially help them in the years. Right now, it could have been looked like a bone-headed move by Warner Brothers, but I think maybe in the long run, it may help them out all because of this Snyder Cut. And when it, when it comes to making money, it ain't about pride. It ain't about comic books. It ain't about what the people want. It's basically, look. What's going to make us the bread? What's going to put this money in our pockets? What the fans going to want to see? And by the end of the year, when they see how popular Snyder Cut is going to be, they're going to call Zack Snyder and say, yo, when the second one coming out? Yeah. And I want it just like this. And to the point where it's like, okay, look, I can't – he's not going to make four, a four-hour – I mean, he may make another four-hour one, but he's going to cut it down because, you know, Zack Snyder's a director. He's been in the business. It's, it's, it's not good business. They can't – hold that many theaters and that many showings for a four-hour film. That's why it was risky to put Endgame at three hours. Mm-hmm. You you got to make your money, okay? And one of us is going to want to make their money, but if they if they can make a... Look, it's going to be a new thing now. What if Zack Snyder makes Justice League 2, he makes it a three-hour film, but yet we can go buy on Blu-ray or on HBO Max and we get the director's cut? This shit can happen. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot of new possibilities. Like I said, it, it, it's only been out what for since Thursday. It's only been out for about three days. Mm-hmm. But I'm mean, the impact of it. I think is going to last a lot longer. Warner Brothers is going to want to find a way to get money. People are going to keep talking about it, and it's going to keep the conversation going. And right now, I don't see. If, I don't know if we got any other DC movie that's coming out. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it comes out this year. So it's going to keep the conversation talking. And yes, and then when and I, honestly. I would not be shocked if they cut this in two parts and then when movie theaters open back up, they put it in the movie theater because it'll make money. 
Why not? Why would you not want to see the four point three uh, a screen on IMAX? Right. If the movie theater opens back up, I would want to go see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. I I just see this in a movie theater. Yeah, I would like to see this in IMAX because of that aspect it, ratio. I, exactly. I was so, very annoyed by that. So, the the thing is, like I said. You know, I wasn't as annoyed with you about it, but I'm saying, but to see the movie and about this look, it'll be two parts because the plan was he wouldn't have an intermission. You show three parts, then you do you do the intermission, and then after the intermission, you come back, you watch you watch uh, the next three parts, and the fans are going to see the epilogue, whether you think it's in there or not, but you want to see it on the big screen. People would pay, especially coming out of COVID for being in the house for a year for losing people over this past year for just being the fear of being sick just to go back to some kind of normalcy people would pay to go to IMAX theaters to see a four hour Snyder cut of Justice League because HBO Max they're not done with this in the summertime I think it's June I think it is Mm -hmm. or June July they're releasing the Snyder cut the way he attended it in black and white so it's the that black and white version of, of you know how you saw it before they put you know the color palette on there. Uh-huh. So they're going to keep releasing new stuff of this. And like I said, if things are right with the vaccine and every adult is in this country is eligible to get one by May first, and y'all can and people take their fucking time and open back up, then yes, it, it, uh, I'll put it in IMAX and I'll make that money. And then when they see how much money they can make, I I guarantee you, you put this in IMAX. They will beat out what Justice League made in the United States back when it came out in 2017. And they only made 90, 95 million dollars. That ain't much. At all. No, I agree. Um But yeah, you knocked it on the head with both <laughs> storyboards and the future of DC. Um yeah. the only thing I'll say, I'm not sure if this will like because people are saying is the Ayer uh or Ayer cut of um Suicide Squad coming out? I I don't think. I hope go I don't route. care. Yeah, really. I don't think we're gonna go that route. Um, yeah. Because the 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 problem with Suicide Squad was it wasn't that it was chopped up or done by somebody different. The problem was he just picked the wrong story. Yeah. You, you know, so I mean, he he did, the of it. Assault on Arkham. <laughs> that, he was that was also a pretty crazy story too, because he only he wrote that thing in like thirty days. That's he like wrote that script in like thirty days, and also like he had a different version of the Joker. Like like Joker had more scenes and, and different intentions. Yeah, I like see- in the movie, the Joker was the bad guy. I seen more YouTube videos of the Joker on set than I did in the movie. Yeah, and like that- at the end of it, they end up fighting like the Joker and and stuff, and it was it it was like a it was like a it was it was a different movie. I think it would be as I think it would definitely elevate it um, to the point where it is now but again suicide squad came out after bvs so i think everything was just they were just swinging so hard to fix something that they just messed things up even more yeah and i don't think they would do it because of james gunn yeah i rather see a james gunn movie than another air movie and i honestly think james gunn's suicide suicide squad movies if it just delivers, it's gonna, it's gonna. If he, if he can, if he can just rekindle a fraction of what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. into this franchise, it's gonna, it's gonna do so well. And James Gunn said they said uh, when he worked with DC, they said they let him do everything he wanted to do. And you know what? I kind of believe that now. I believe DC. Like I don't know if it's my turn to like say what I think no, the future no, yeah, of go, DC go. is. I was gonna pass it on, but you segued it perfectly. So. 
I think um, like Walter Hamada, I think that's his name, like the dude over there who's kind of like, I guess their version of of a not really. He's like what you would equate it to, but it'd be like the the combo, like the comparison of like ketchup and hot sauce. Like they're completely different roles and like how that works because of how they're structured. Like for those who don't know, Marvel Studios is it's it's Marvel Studios. Like mm-hmm. Disney owns it, but at the end of the day, it's like all they do is Marvel stuff. Where these DC movies go through Warner Brothers, which is owned by AT and T. So I think things would be differently if this was like DC Studios and they could have a little bit more control over how it works. Um, so I don't know. I kind of think I personally think if the Justice League, if Zack Snyder's Justice League universe has any chance of surviving, is definitely going to survive on HBO Max. I don't know in what capacity it will happen because, like, I think the. I think the interest is there, and if they were smart, they would do something. I don't know what they're going to do, because I feel like a lot of the actors are in different places now than they were when this movie came out and those relationships that they have. like There's a lot of room you can do with Flashpoint and kind of get things together there. Maybe you can treat Flashpoint like your um, Civil War, where it was kind of like a better version of the Avengers 2. So maybe they can like correct a lot of errors there. I don't know. Like there's a lot of room for them to do something moving forward. And I think how the reception of this, I was really hoping that when this movie hit, it would be significantly better. Just so like, you know, it feels just so like the Snyder, like the Snyder cut people could like have something because I just didn't think that they were going to make more of these movies. And I don't know if they will. Like, I think it would be great if they just took his whole vision and turn it into an animated series. Like that's something that they could do, and they could figure out the contracts for it and make it work. So I would like I would like to see it. I don't know if they can, and that's mainly because of a contracting and kind of like the public perception of people and where they are. Like I don't know if Ben Affleck will come back for multiple Batman roles. Yeah, like I, I know he's, he's supposed to appear at the moment, right? I don't know what's up with Azra Miller. Like I don't know what's up with the Flash movie. Like why does this movie keep losing directors and keep losing scripts? Like what's like what's going on with DC EU next? And I think them, them just being like, we make these movies. There's multiple Batman. There's multiple whatever. We do whatever the fuck we want because we making movies that sell. So if there's multiple Jokers, there's multiple Jokers. Deal with it. And I think them just doing that just frees them up to just be like, just fucking go with it. I think if they would have took this mentality beforehand and just let Zack Snyder go with it, we probably would have been a better scenario to begin with. Mm-hmm. I just think, um, I think the worlds of DC kind of just puts them in a hole. Like the whole JJ Abrams, Superman movie that we're going to get is like, I, that is something I don't want. The, and I don't, yeah. if it's not like what black Superman is it going to be? I'm just, at like, that's point, just I'm weird. Just tired of seeing a, I don't want to see another Superman movie. Like there's a plenty of heroes that DC has, that is like, yo, I, like this heroes I never heard of in DC that I want to see, like Shazam. Oh God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I want to see Adam. Like I thought that was a great setup that they had in um in Justice. Yo, Batgirl's a layup. Just do that, right? I think it's a there's, layup. There's a lot of interesting routes we can go, but I feel like DC likes to play safe rather than risky. And, and that's because this, this Snyder Cup was very risky. But it was risky where it worked. I think the Snyder Cut was 
not risky at all. I think releasing it in theaters would have been risky, but I mean, you have this streaming service. You have you had nothing to put on it before they put their like their whole series on there. It's a great it's a great attention draw, and at the time it was supposed to be a series, which made even more sense. The reason they didn't make it a series was because of contracts. Mm-hmm. Everyone was initially signed to do a movie, so if they was to turn the movie to a series, they would have to redo people's contracts. Okay. That's why they released it as a giant movie. I felt like I felt like I don't even think these I don't even think Warner Brothers wanted to do this. I think this is strictly an AT&T thing. And I think that they were just like, "Well, you already have the fucking movie done. We can like make this Snyder cut for what's less than an action movie. Like let's just do it. We already have all the parts. Like why wouldn't you spend it like a little bit more and make it happen and put it on our streaming service that had at the time nothing." Right. Like before before Warner Brothers dropped their whole 2021 movie slate on HBO Max, what did HBO Max have? That was its drawing factor. Other than all the DC stuff, they really didn't have anything because that's what DC Universe migrated to. And the DC stuff that keeps coming and going, like they lost Batman like once or twice already. You know, and it's like Batman's they just, still up there. They lost it initially when they first when DC when HBO Max first came out. They lost, I want to say, a couple of the Batman movies within like the first two to three weeks. Like Harry Potter is missing. Like, and again, those are like not things that would get you to sign up for a whole service. Not necessarily on the scud if they wanted to. They didn't have like a they didn't have like a Stranger Things series or anything of that caliber. And the price point was significantly higher than most streaming services were starting out at. They didn't have like a like a Star Wars series like Disney did when they opened up their gates because without, I mean, for like the first year of Disney Plus, literally all they had was um, fucking The Mandalorian. Yeah. They carried it for the first year. Baby Yoda fucking that, that's did the true. Lord's work. That's the, I forgot I had Disney Plus until Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, so it just made sense. Like, yeah, just do this. I think now, because of how everything played out and how just so much better it is, I think that there's definitely room to expand upon. I don't know how they would do it or if they would do it right. Who knows? I tell you what, though, Wonder Woman 1984 was not the move. So whatever you did there, don't do that. Yeah, I think I think I think they tried to be too Marvel and it fucked them up. Apparently, they just let Patty do do her thing. And I think Patty, I don't want to say it was too Marvel. I think she went to Are you familiar with uh Tropical Thunder? The the film yeah. Tropical Thunder? Yes, Tropical Thunder, yeah. She went full retard. <laughs> she 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 had a movie set in 1984 and instead of embracing the fun aspects of that era, she embraced the hard the, the cinematic aspects of that era very hard. And I feel like it, it cost her a lot. It did. And I think like she just someone should have been able to be like, maybe not go all the way there. Get close. Pull back. Yeah. Uh any last words on this? Nope. I think we can end it right here. Yeah. I didn't want to I don't want to keep you guys too long, but yeah, uh, I mean, longer than we already have. But thank you for joining us. That, this was fun. 
thank you for it always uh, is. Yeah, thank you for joining <laughs> us, uh, the director. Uh, is there any ways we can find you? Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, um, Mark Randall, uh, the number three R D. Hit me up. Okay, that's it. Uh, Mr. A and E, where can we find you? Find me grinding on Nerdgate Talk Podcast and also the No Gimmicks Need of Wrestling Podcast as well. Putting up all the reactions and movie reviews and wrestling reviews up on NC Studios, playing games on NC Level Up. WrestleMania is coming up, so we're going to do a countdown of WrestleMania pay-per-views coming up as well. So stay tuned for all that. Retro movie experience should be up. Uh, Also, tomorrow should be up the uh, United States vs. Billy Holiday movie. I finally got around to watching it, and um, yeah, I put that review up. That doesn't sound as good. well. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disappointing. But uh, once again, uh, you guys can find me at Twitter, Instagram at NC Place Number Two B. Yes, um, yeah, uh, I'm usually on Level Up. Uh, almost done, Sackboy. So after that, I will be playing the DLC of Control, and then you'll see the uh, come on. You, you you gotta do Avengers for us, dude. You gotta keep it up to date, bro. I, it's not. It's literally not. I'm dread. It's Marvel. That doesn't make it good. <laughs> that sure? literally does not make it. You, good. it was it you sure? Yeah. I mean, that's a hard fact. Yo, There's like, a lot of Marvel shit was, that ain't good. Look at Inhumans. Oh God! Let's not talk about that. There was a showcase for Square Enix, and then Marvel Avengers came on. Like literally, the internet snoozed at that. Mm. The only person in the world that's excited for Marvel Avengers is Greg Miller and and Caboose. And I just was yeah. like, bro, poor Caboose. <laughs> this is this is so boring. Like I wanted, I want to be interested. If they just put out Black Panther inspired, if they put out interesting characters first. And not a clone of the same character, I would have been okay. But no, this it, it's not a fun game. Yeah, how they mess that up again? That's another one of those ones that should be so easy to do. It, it and was more like it's they just catered, they cater to the films more than they cater to like Ultimate Alliance is a is a comic book fan game. Which, by the way, he does have now. Oh, you have that? Yeah. That's, yeah, that that is a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> he found that in his care package. Swag. He, 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 he can play with us now. He found the he found that in his care package. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Like I didn't even know that's a game you can play with other people. I'm so disconnected with the Switch. I literally treat the Switch like it's a like it's a, like it's a, a DS. Like, I've never connected it to the TV. I kind of always go handheld. And it's just one of those things where it's just like if I have a couple minutes in between, you know, running my, like, like doing what I do or the kid, I'll, like, try to get in a couple rounds or something. The main game I've been playing on my Switch was Hades. And yeah, Hades is fun. That is a great game. Uh, also, Returnal is coming out soon, and I really want to play that, which is also a roguelike, but it's AAA, which got me super interested in it. So when that comes out, and... Before I got the Amazing Care Packages, I was playing Thief Simulator, because it was two ninety nine, and I have a hard Simulator? $20 limit when I buy Nintendo games. Thief Simulator? Yeah, I was just a crook. I was like breaking in motherfuckers' houses and taking their TVs and VCRs I got and like putting it in my it's car. Goose game. 
Nah, that, well, I mean, this one was like, this one was, I felt legit like a criminal. Like, I would be stalking out places, then I would have to park my car and get out and run to their house, and then I would take things to the pawn shop, and I would argue with them, like, nah, man, give me more money for this bezel. What? Who made that? Like, <laughs> probably a thief. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, um, the thief is a white dude too, like a bald head. He looks like um, he looks like the agent. He looks like Agent Forty Seven. Whoa! I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit disappointed. In Hitman Three, a bit disappointed. It's still an excellent game, <laughs> but the after, like the post content is not good whatsoever. But yeah, I digress. So yeah, uh, check me out. I will be playing more games. I should be getting my full work schedule soon, so live streams will be coming up soon. It's, I swear, it's like every six months you be saying that I got a full. Because my my schedule be flipping like crazy. <laughs> Just when I got used to one, I'm like, "Hey, yo, we gotta change it." I'm like, "Bro, what? Like, what's going on?" But the one thing I will be playing is Final Fantasy Remake when that PS5 port come out. Because my god, sixty frames per second on that game is glorious. And then they got the DLC. I that game is so great. But um, yes, make sure you subscribe to both channels, Nerd Collision Studios and Nerd Collision Level Up, and we will see you guys there. And then Q Flow, I know he had a concert. I, I he, he was sweating bullets. He's probably exhausted. But if you Ooh. have the energy, take us out. <laughs>